1: Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 111. Alright, so uh, before we get into the meat of the show that we recorded at Comic-Con with a lot of awesome people, uh, a couple quick things. We did have the guild planned. We were going to do the guild live at uh, Nerd Melt on August 6th. Just due to a couple scheduling issues, we had to push that to September, uh, so we'll give you more details on the exact date as soon as we figure those out. And if you bought tickets, uh, we will be contacting you to figure out how you want to handle that. Alright, so everything's okay. We're just putting it off, so don't get upset. Don't shout at your computer um, because... uh, I will cry. I'm. I feel a tear forming right now. I'm gonna be okay. All right, on to happier things. Um, I would like to thank. Uh, we have a couple sponsors for this episode. Uh, first of all, thank you so much to Carbonite. Um, Carbonite, of course, online backup. Uh, all of our computers will expire. I'm sorry, they don't last forever. That is just how machines work. So before that happens, uh, get Carbonite. Your files are automatically backed up whenever you're connected to the internet. When disaster strikes, you can easily get your files back. You can access them from anywhere uh, that you have internet access. You can get them uh, on a smartphone app. You can get it with the iPad app. Unlimited backup is just $59 a year. That is less than $5 a month. So please start your free 15-day trial today at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. And then if you decide to buy you will actually get two free months. So that is an amazing price for your sanity because (laughs) I have lost files before and it blows. That's carbonite.com. Use the offer code NERDIST. Also, I want to thank GoToMeeting for continuing to sponsor the Nerdist podcast. Uh, You probably have had to host an online meeting before. Because air travel is so ridiculous that a lot of meetings are being done, of course, digitally. Uh, it is your reputation at stake. So if you can't get everything together, you will look like a tool. But GoToMeeting will make sure that you do not look like a tool. You start your first meetings in seconds. Everyone can join your meeting in seconds. There's no technical headaches. They make it super, super easy. Uh, this is web conferencing tools that are the best of the best. Uh, the folks at Citrix have done an amazing job. Um, they're super nerdy about this stuff. You also get voice over IP. Uh, And it's a a terrific service. So if you need to do online conferencing, sign up today for a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Uh, Go to gotomeeting.com, click try it free, enter the promo code NERDIST. So thanks to both of those guys for um, keeping this old rickety bucket afloat. And now, the Nerdist Podcast number 111. This is from Comic-Con just a couple weeks ago. Uh, Huge, hugely fun show. This is the Rift Tracks guys. Uh, Mike Nelson, Kevin Murphy, Bill Corbett. Also, Kevin Pereira from G4 was there. Uh, And then uh, we had another couple special guests just drop by just for the crap of it. Uh, And it was a super, super, super fun show. So here you go. Nerdist Podcast number 111.
2: Hashtag hugs.
3: Now entering Nerdist.com.
2: everybody. How's it going?
1: Thanks for coming to the late show, the 11 o'clock show. Um, hey! Wow, that started quickly. Um, I, I, I'd i love to uh, introduce two guys that, uh, that you probably, if you listen to the podcast, which, why would you be here if you didn't listen to the podcast? Like, eh, I'll just go inside. A bunch of the homeless people wandering around this part of town are like, fuck it, go inside. It's loud in there and warm. Ladies and gentlemen, Please welcome the stage,
2: Jonah Ray and Matt Myra. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Two diet cokes. Living it. Uh, double fist of the diet cokes. <laughs> You if I came out with two beers, everyone would think I have a problem. <laughs> so you'll just pound
1: that one and then get someone else to bring
4: you out another one. Yeah, if that could be a thing. If someone wants to buy me a beer when this one's done, I'd really appreciate it. How, uh, how's your guys' convent so far?
1: <laughs> what have you seen that you like so far? Yeah? This. Oh, adorable.
3: <laughs> you
1: saw Matt Myra buying stuff? What did you buy, Matt? Uh,
5: I
4: bought two cells from the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Boom! My favorite, my favorite part of uh, Comic-Con, I saw a really convincing Venom outfit. Mm-hmm. The guy was in character, moving around like Venom would. Uh, and then I noticed that, uh, you know, in the tights he was wearing, he had the craziest, hugest dick. It was <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, that awesome Venom mask became second. For what I was staring at, it was crazy. Why were you staring at
1: his big venom dick?
4: Guess what? Hard not to. That's how big. There's children around, and Venom's dick is fucking huge. I, I saw an overweight
5: Venom, and I thought it was the guy you were talking about, because I couldn't remember what was large on the gentleman. <laughs> yeah. was that, that guy had
4: more The of a, dick or everything else? Yeah, I was yeah. like,
1: oh, is it the back? You'd, you'd think Venom would have the ability to not have a fupa. Like, that's yeah, weird. Yeah, exactly. The, you think kinda, the Venom suit would, like, su- like, suck that up.
4: Yeah, not that well, good.
1: <laughs> aliens <laughs> didn't have to worry about fupas, that's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they didn't. You guys know what a fupa is? <laughs> It's a fat upper pussy area. Uh, <laughs>
5: Apparently they didn't know what a fupa was. Yeah, yeah. I
1: thought everyone knew what a fupa was. I thought everyone knew what a fupa was. Apparently just us. We're here to good. educate you as well. This has been a really fun, although I haven't really gotten to see anything outside, because I've been working the whole time, so I haven't really gotten to see yeah. anything outside of, outside of the stuff that I was working on. Uh, but, the wa- but the new Walking Dead uh, trailer looks phenomenal. Yeah, it looks real good. Um, I haven't seen it. That's going to be really awesome. The Black Dynamite cartoon looked great. Yeah. Did they, what did they show? They showed the thing that they, the showed. That they showed. Yeah, they that showed that they, the pilot yeah. episode that they showed when we did the podcast with awesome. the cast. Uh, and that show is going to be uh, premiering, I think, in uh, spring of 2012. So. Nice. The Black Dynamite Show. What else? Did you see, did you see anything else?
4: Uh, I saw a lot of uh, nerds dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> you should tell them what that guy said to oh, you. Oh, that fucking. All right. <laughs> Some shithead kid in a suit comes up to me and my girlfriend Deanna and like, you know, taps us, uh, he has this fucking camera with him, he taps us and he's like, uh, are you guys hipsters? Jesus Christ. And then like, uh, and we're like, huh? And he's like, oh, you're not dressed up? Oh. And, and then I responded with, uh, oh, are you an asshole? <laughs> he and he's did. like, yeah, and then walked away. What a weird exchange! Yeah, it was really it was odd. I'm like I'm I'm thinking now maybe he was on some shitty scavenger hunt, or uh, he had to take a picture of like people dressed like certain things. Uh, but either way, fuck that guy! Yeah, right <laughs> in the face. <laughs> uh, another another cool thing that happened is uh, uh, a very uh, excitable kid uh, came up to uh, me um, yesterday and you today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he came up to uh, me and he's oh are you Jonah? Let me get this. Uh, uh autograph from you and then like he's like he's like hey man i'm, I'm team jonah i was like i was like i was like oh that's cool he's like, yeah fuck matt myra i was like <laughs> i was like i was like ha that's what he's like yeah that guy's a piece of shit i was like whoa 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 whoa. 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 Oh. yeah that's what happens like that
1: that's that's like that old psychological experiment where they divided up kids in the classroom and they said okay you are you're the subservient ones and you're the dominant ones and then the dominant ones just turned into fucking assholes wait what are you trying to say Nothing. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but it's just weird that like people will pick a side. And then, like Even on our show, like they'll subgroup within our show and be like, Team Jonah, Team yeah. Matt, fuck those guys. Like,
4: yeah. Why do we have to be against each other? It's fun. That's other? how sports work. Now, like we've created nerd sports where you just uh, you know cheer for the doughy guy or not the more doughy running, guy. Not a lot of the, running in nerd uh, sports. Yeah,
5: you know. But then when I ran into him, I asked him because Jonah had told me the story. I was like, why are you Team Jonah? And he very nervously says... Because of the Dave Matthews
6: Band. Oh.
1: Because <laughs> you love the Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, yeah. and he hates us. Oh. Whatever, it's cool. Crash into me
7: yeah. oh.
4: <laughs> Better, still better than the entire catalog <laughs> of Dave Matthews Band, what Why? Chris just said. Why? 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 I'll give you no reasons because you don't need it. <laughs> what? Are you, are you stealing yourself? Or? No, I need to know. <laughs> Let's finally have this out, Jonah. Now nah, we got a show to do, yeah. Yeah. No wants, okay. uh, that's like arguing what's the best, uh, you know, Screaming Trees song. No one cares.
1: <laughs> I don't uh,
4: understand. Our- <laughs> Why would
5: you say that? Did you see the DeLorean? You didn't go on the floor at all, did no. you? No. They have the DeLorean from Back to the Future 3 with the fucking vacuum tubes on it and the white the wall Steampunk tires. Steampunk DeLorean? Well, you could oh, say Oh, because it was sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there wasn't Steampunk. It was the 50s. He it had to the build the, sur- the vacuum circuits. Yeah, yeah, And And uh, it goes on auction in December. Are you serious? Yeah. You saving up? Yep. Dude,
4: let's fucking scrape our money together. How much guys, do you guys are all bring? All of us... <laughs>
5: Just Guys, give,
4: just give us the money and then we we'll call you. We can each share
5: it. It's like a
1: timeshare. How much do you think that'll go for? <laughs> I, uh, Literally a timeshare. Yeah, Come yeah, on, everybody. Yeah, it's yeah, a time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh,
5: but how much do I think? They estimated it at $4 million. What? All right, I'm
1: a Back to the Future fan, and that's fucking bullshit. Yeah.
5: <laughs> The guy, the guy who's selling it, there's a show, Hollywood Treasures. The guy who's selling it has this crazy collection, and he sold the Green Goblin mask from the first Spider-Man movie so he could buy a hoverboard with handlebars. How much did he sell the Green Goblin mask for? Twenty-five thousand. Really? Yeah. That
1: shit's expensive. Yeah, but those props, like they're not, like they're just plastic. Like yeah, but you could point at
5: it and say, you see that? frame of the real Ghostbusters cartoon
3: <laughs> yeah
1: I fucking own that and that's yeah. when your significant other says why don't you pay that much attention to me and she leaves <laughs> <laughs> have you been with us recently Because that sounds very
5: active. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. oh <laughs> Matthew
4: we, no. broke yeah.
5: we
1: broke him we broke him um, we have a lot of guests on this show a lot of super awesome uh, people that I love that agreed to be on this show so I'd like to uh, bring out our first guest, who will be joining us uh, for the entire episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen, from G4, Mr. Kevin Pereira. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Kevin Pereira. Here, here, here,
8: here, uh, here. 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 here.
2: You
1: ride shotgun, shotgun,
2: buddy. Three. Okay.
3: All right.
1: This one, right let's here. let's put you right here.
8: Hello, everybody. How Kevin Pereira. Hello. Ah, shit, I'm here all night? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
8: Four-hour show, motherfucker. Let's do it. I actually just got back from a four-hour show. What show? And boy, is my penis tired. Oh, jeez. Did you guys do attack today? We did a four-hour attack of the show and an hour-long panel this morning, where a a, uh, porn star drank a blended shake uh, consisting of Spam anchovies, um Tabasco sauce. Please say Jizz. Please say oh no Please say Jizz. Nah, nah, no, no. I didn't have time to finish into the jar, but, but the all the ingredients were combined and she chugged it to win a t-shirt. So uh, uh.
4: So reaching for that Emmy, huh?
8: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. that were so close to that daytime Emmy. That was just
4: for
1: the <laughs> panel, though, right? That was just for that the panel. That was our panel, yeah. Now your panel was uh completely Packed. It was insane. Like yeah. there were thousands of
9: people well, People thought
8: that there was a Warhammer figure painting panel after ours.
9: So they were, <laughs> they, camping were through it. Yeah. they were
1: totally squatting.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Tag of the what?
1: I have direct TV. I don't know what the fuck
8: yeah. that is. Where are the where's the glowy vampires? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, how's it been? How's it been so far, this it's, con for you? Yeah, this this con was crazy, man. This yeah. con was insane. This was by far the biggest convention and, and the most fun I've had.
1: I really, I always, I love the G4 booth because it basically is set up like
8: a turret, so you can, you just have a full view of the floor. Yeah, yeah. Although Ah. the fire marshal told us, he gave us sage advice, he said, "Uh, listen, you can't look to your left or your right, or else you'll be uh, fined for inciting a riot. What? What? Yeah, like, apparently turning to the left is a cue for people to drag in a car and set it on fire. Like, (laughs) that is... That is what I was on the line for when I was at. I did see
5: the dance game was next to the G4 booth, and I saw. I I I put
8: my hands up in the air sometimes, singing. Shut up, you fucking assholes! Stop playing that song like it's done. Kevin,
5: Kevin, I was walking by when the bosomy cosplay ladies were there, and you were waving Uh, dollar bills at them. I did.
8: (laughs) 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 That's really. That is true. That That's is really true. Funny. It was me and my 70 year old stage manager leaning over a rail, just leering at like 19-year-old <laughs> girls dancing to "Yayo." It, it was pretty sad.
1: Andy's not 70, is he? Pretty close. Yeah. Well, he's he's probably he's probably a lot younger, but he just smokes so much. <laughs> yes. Doesn't do good things for your body, guys. Are there, are there smokers out there? Yeah. Yeah. Who we buy really their know? cigarettes at Costco? Because that is that's <laughs> the spot.
8: That's where Andy gets them.
1: Um, So, how did uh, you do you, you, you shows yesterday and the day before as well? You guys have been doing con. I've been running yeah. around so much, I haven't actually I, didn't, I don't know what we're doing here at the con. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm from G4. Kevin G4. Yeah, you I have don't have a have show on our TV. Network. I don't know uh, what that is. Yeah, I don't know what fine. that is. Uh, I like Tosh.0. No. We
8: had a, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, who doesn't? Have you seen the things he does?
5: It's
2: crazy. He's so
5: have you
4: so seen so the amazing. things he says about fat people that get hit by golf carts? Fuck that guy.
1: A little close to home, a little close to home.
4: For, uh, for those of you who are not aware, uh, Matt was in a video yep. where he uh, embarrassed himself horribly. He got run over by a golf cart. I
5: successfully got the golf cart off the hill. Point me. Wait, part two.
4: Yeah. What about the it? The golf cart got on another hill named Matt Myra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sucks. <laughs> 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 that totally sucks.
8: I know, make, I know. Did you right? make it on Tosh? It was. It was the video breakdown. Oh, congratulations. That's... No. If if his v-necks get any lower, you will just see his testicles. Yeah. I just want to point that out. They just get lower and lower. He'll
4: somehow surpass his dick to just show his testicles. He's inverted, actually. He's an invert. Yeah,
3: yeah.
8: yeah, yeah, (laughs) It's balls before meatage.
4: It's a
5: level 20. His v-neck, you know, (laughs) goes by levels.
8: (laughs) Would you you say balls before what? Balls before meatage, I think. I don't know. don't know.
1: I'm gonna that's, be honest. I'm, I'm that sounds like one of those things, like up. like when they say when they say liquor before beer, never fear. Like balls before meatage, never sweetage yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like that sounds like a thing. Like don't don't go over the balls first. Yeah. Like wiener then balls. Don't go balls then wiener. That's that's, that's sort of weird to go reverse. Noted. You were gonna do uh, Kevin was gonna do his uh, stroke of genius show, which he did uh, at the UCB was. Theater in L.A. Uh, so uh, why well, would you pick that venue anyway? Why would you? Uh, I know. Well, you can do your show at Meltdown, too. But listen, uh, what, what happened? How come Stroke of Genius didn't happen at Comic-Con? Um, <laughs> the, uh, the first
8: Stroke of Genius we had, we played a game called Come Shot, Crack Shot. Uh-huh. Um, and for those gentlemen in the audience who are willing to raise a soggy hand, you'll admit that it's a, it's a, a skill to be able to jump right to the cum shot in a, in a porno when you're right. watching online. You want to finish along. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure, right, Jonah? No, I don't want to finish along. So we called people out from the crowd to actually play this game. And if they got it right, they want a flashlight. If they got it wrong, adult superstar April O'Neil would give them a facial. Uh-huh. Um, this was one of the highlights of our show. It's a very, very family-friendly show. Yeah. And... We had the Balboa Theater, like the prestigious Balboa Theater, booked for the show. When the lawyer saw a clip from it,
1: <laughs> and then said,
8: "You will not be doing this podcast here." And all the ushers were very sad.
1: Oh, oh. that's too bad. I'm so the, sorry, that, the I'm So sorry that you didn't get to fill the Balboa Theater with crack shot gum shot. <laughs> Me too. I've We, Mike Furman, and I have performed in theaters before where that are really nice. And then, you know, we have this song about Abraham Lincoln where the chorus is, "Put your lips around my balls and suck and suck and suck." And uh, <laughs> so we always but that's just, historically accurate. It is. That's what he. Yeah, it is historically accurate. And then we always just feel like, oh, we are soiling yeah. this this prestigious venue uh, with. Our, I don't feel bad about that. No. I
8: never feel a moment of regret about that. I feel like the theater kind of likes it. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. I think the of Genius is. Uh,
1: You're going to do it again in L.A. at some point, right?
8: If they'll allow us. We were across the street from the Church of Scientology, which was a real. I lived right there, Do you?
5: and I always felt a little safer because they had those guys walking around all the time in the did, navy. You felt safer because the, of navy? the navy? Yeah. I did because their security's like there's a shitload of security. Yeah, they're like assholes. There. So like, I would leave my jeep parked out there with the top down, and I wouldn't worry about it. And then it got broken into. But that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. By a Scientologist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> You was so full of Thedans that day. <laughs>
5: <laughs> the Scientologist was, was trying the to charts. convert your Jeep. It was off the charts. Yeah. took your radio. I won't go in there, because I feel like they'd take me. They'll audit your spare tire. Your well, I just don't know if my brain is strong enough to withstand Yeah, because what if, what, if, what, like, what if they say something, and you're like,
2: I never thought of it that way. Like, yeah. the yeah. weird Jedi mind
8: yeah.
4: tricks. They so
5: like, fuck with your brain. I won't
8: go in there. I'll be the base of your trust pyramid. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh,
2: you. And the next time Money. we see
1: Myra, he's just like, one of us. One of us. But I would do it in a a nice navy blue pant and a white shirt. Yes, very smartly dressed. Um, We have a couple special guests uh, that uh, we want to invite out, so hopefully he's ready to join us on stage right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug Benson is here! Where is he? Doug Benson.
8: Hey, Doug. Hey, Hey, DB. Hey, everybody. Mm -hmm. By the way, I showed up and I was like,
4: smells like Doug Benson back here. (laughs) Which smells like Otto's jacket.
1: (laughs) Only Doug Benson uh, could turn aluminum foil into a pipe.
10: (laughs) That was done by my porn star friend, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Humble brag, right? (laughs) Um, It depends. (laughs) Yeah, it depends on how you look at it. But uh, it's great to be here on the Nerdist podcast during Comic Con. I can't believe it.
4: Doug Benson. It's
10: late. Is everybody drinking?
4: Oh, that's a good idea. If anyone wants to uh, give me another beer, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah,
10: Jonah Ray needs another beer. Everybody, he's drinking beer. (laughs) I'm
8: drinking Blue Moon. It's weird, the lights are dark, so it almost it looks like people are lit by black light. Yeah. And so I like, I can't see anybody except for like one dude who looks like he's covered in semen.
10: Like there's one very no, no, glowy guy is. right there. He oh, okay. Well That's we cool. are. We are near a naval base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say he's
1: cosplaying a uterus.
4: Uh, oh yeah? yeah. Very
10: nice. Yeah, oh. no, you're
4: welcome. Um, you lucky bastard, you get to come inside, don't you? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
10: I'm still not exp- comfortable with the expression cosplay, because to me that sounds like you're gonna all pretend to be members of Bill Cosby's family. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, that. Yeah. I can't get past that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I really think cosplay should just be when a Japanese girl dress up like Bill Cosby, and they just like you know throw up the piece and go, Theo
10: Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: playing with your balls
10: now. I'm playing with your balls. <laughs> They really wear really tight, colorful sweaters. Yeah, yeah.
4: Jello <laughs> pudding Papu!
1: Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Sexy Bill Cosby with such a weird Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexy Bill Cosby. Someone's totally got to do that. <laughs> Who
10: wants pudding? <laughs> I'm burning <laughs> bro. Doug,
1: how's your Comic Con been so far? Oh
10: my God. Today I took a picture and I put it on Twitter. I don't put a lot of pictures on Twitter. But this picture I had to put on Twitter of a baby, a toddler, a one-something-year-old, uh, completely dressed up as Heath Ledger's Joker <laughs> from Dark Knight. That's I'm weird. talking green hair, white face, red all around the mouth. Did he say, why so serious? <laughs>
2: Aww, that's, adorable. that's adorable.
1: That is adorable.
10: That's adorable. That is adorable. He did say that, and then I kicked him in the face. Fuck yeah, you gotta <laughs> take him down. Yeah, and then he shoved my head onto a... Somebody made a joke Wanna on... Wanna
4: Thea a twick? <laughs> you yeah. shoved your head down onto a pacifier?
10: <laughs> no, onto a... Somebody made the joke on Twitter oh, that Oh, thank uh, you so much! He you put,
9: summoned the beer holy goddess. shit. <laughs> you just it's gotta incredible. ask for things in life, Kevin. I sure would love
8: a cup of a million dollars. Hmm? Mm. A basket of vagina would be nice right now.
1: Just a get basket, that, really? But what would you do with a basket, basket of them?
8: Rifle through it and pick out the <laughs> finest ones. Take them to the farmer's market. In true, and sell in true it.
1: con fashion, just rifling yeah, through. No, this oh, isn't no, limited no, edition. No. 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 Oh, pristine. I'll take this one. <laughs> this box is mint. Hey!
3: <laughs>
1: what, uh. I don't know if your microphone is on. No.
10: Yeah, we don't. Matt, it's cool. You could sit out for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Doug, you want to come share a mic? Come on. No, no. His is kind of working. It's working enough. If you have something really good, grab mine. It's not really working.
8: It's It's not not working working. at all. So, Doug, when you're at the convention, do people like. uh, I I went to Colorado for the High Times Awards.
10: Yeah. Who's hosting this thing?
8: Miss High Times. (laughs) Gave me an awkward reach around and slipped a Ziploc baggie filled of weed into my pocket. And I was working. I could not have it on me. Couldn't right. smoke it. I imagine when you're walking around the con, like Batgirl or uh, the Green Lantern, someone's slipping you something in your pockets, no?
10: Nobody tries to give me weed on the floor. Really? No, they just, we just take pictures and autographs and that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, one tries, no one's tried to give me weed out there. They all say, let's go smoke. You know, that's that's the big thing is let's go smoke. And I go, oh, where? Like under banner 2,500? Like, I don't know where there's a good smoke. Artist smokes- Alley, bro. I have yet to, <laughs> in my years of coming to Com- Comic-Con, I haven't found the good smoking spot.
1: No, he's yeah. right. Artist Alley. That's
8: where it's all dangerous. Yeah. It's because no one's there. They're not going to catch you smoking.
10: Oh, shit. <laughs> It was so crowded today that Artist Alley was fucking packed. Today. Yeah. yeah, people yeah. were actually looking
4: at comic books. at Comic really? Yeah, I know, yeah. right? They were like, oh, I can't get into that movie thing. I might as well look at a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's not another Tron coming out? Well, I guess I'll go buy this fucking I Donald just Duck. I think so,
1: it's so interesting, like, what, like, the kinds of things that you see at Comic-Con, like, really should, like, Lifetime have a, I don't know, Lifetime. <laughs> there was I a
5: Lifetime, well, that's way too loud. There was a lifetime booth. I thought, I thought so, but maybe I mean, Glee is going to
10: be Glee here, is here. But I feel like, like that's
1: weird for Comic Yeah, do oh, you wow. guys care about Glee?
10: <laughs> I've never seen
1: it either.
10: <laughs> you know what? You, you know, guys are all right. Their is at ten a.m. on Sunday morning, the, <laughs> the, the day when most people are just leaving anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it's not the greatest slot in the world. Like Sons of Anarchy is at like two in the afternoon tomorrow. I might go to that, and I definitely want to go see. They're going to show the Buffy musical episode. Yeah. Once more with feeling. Yeah, yeah. From four to five tomorrow, and everyone gets to sing along. So that's going to be a nightmare. Oh my god, that's going
1: to be fucking amazing.
10: (laughs) But I love that episode. It's a really, it's a really great episode. I really do like it. I like, as you know, Chris. I like musicals, and I'm very disappointed that 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 Tom Cruise is playing the role that you originated in the musical Rock of Ages. I know. <laughs> I was in a play.
1: I did the Rock of Ages play when it started in L.A. And then yeah. when it moved to New York, I couldn't go because I was working at G4 and I was, working on, I was playing yeah, a Talking Cow. Yeah, you got things to do.
8: And the, 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 the idea Wait, of, you say you couldn't go because you're working at G4 and you were playing a talking cow? <laughs> Those are the two <laughs> things that I was. Doing. Really, that's what stopped you from joining to New York? Well, here's the thing: you I, could I phone or,
10: in the talking cow from New York. That's what I mean,
8: and like in G4, I, you can phone in as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've never, but I never really wanted to be on like a Broadway actor, and 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 the thing is. That, you know, like doing eight shows a week, you can't do anything else. Like right. the, It's it's like you have to love Broadway. You It is your
10: whole life. You can't
1: I, talk during the day because you don't want to blow your voice out. I wouldn't have had time to do stand-up. I would have had to basically just quit everything I was working on. And I wasn't really passionate about doing Broadway, so I, I had to turn it down and then... And then it got really big, and they made the movie, and now Tom Cruise is playing the part that it... So well, he, he just,
10: that you originated. It's going to be. he's going to say one of the lines that you riffed that they put into the permanent it's gonna, script. It's
1: going to see. It's going to be interesting to see, like, because I, I riffed stuff that made it that they kept and they made it into the show. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, what. What's uh, your I, favorite
10: I, riff that you did that's still in the show? Who's hosting this? At, thing.
1: At, at the end, no, it's good. It's good. I like talking about myself. Um, when. Uh, when, at the end of the show, they say Stacy Jacks like he had to go, like he had to go to South America. Yeah, and the, the, the ending song is "Don't Stop Believing." And so when we were doing the show, I was like, "Oh, it'd be really funny if if that character sang his part in Spanish because he went to." So I went to one of the dancers, and I was like, oh, you seem uh, Latino. Uh, What is it? Can you translate (laughs) this? You seem Latino? Yeah. You look lazy.
8: Um, No, that's
6: not what i
10: was going to say. We've been working together
8: for a a few weeks. i can say that. Yeah, he is Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) He can say that. (laughs) Um, Me too. We're like Spanish, but clean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Relax. Come on. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So I I took him the the lyrics, Don't Stop Believing, and then he kind of translated it. So I was like...
2: Uh, and
1: so we sang, and that ended up becoming like a fun moment of the show, and they kept it. So I'm going to be interested to yeah, see Yeah, yeah.
10: Tom Cruise is going to sing Don't yeah, Stop, Stop Believing in Spanish. Oh, my And God. it's going to be all because of Chris Hardwick. Yay!
1: Yeah.
10: And he'll never know. He'll <laughs> never know.
1: Um, but that was a that was a that was a super fun show. What other what other? Well, movies? let me
10: tell you this: If you ever meet Tom Cruise, definitely tell him I originated the role of Stacy Jacks. Because whether he gives a shit or not, he'll act like he's fascinated by that piece of information. That guy is a is a politician slash actor. Like I've met him twice, and both times he could not have been nicer to me for no good reason. Well, what's wrong with just that he might be a nice guy? It's way too not if, way too hyped about whatever you say to him. Really. Yeah. Yeah, Can exactly.
2: jump on the chair. Yeah. That's awesome. He is just—you <laughs> you know had a what? porn star that made a pipe out of aluminum
8: foil. That's insane. Yeah, he I would,
2: love aluminum foil.
8: He would act so excited about that.
5: Like he is just—he is fucking. So I'm gonna tell him I originated the role of Maverick.
10: <laughs> well, he then he might look at you kind of. He might be wondering that maybe that was James Garner, right? That did that? Yep. Because he does know his shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he might be fat shit crazy.
10: You can't pull one of those over, shit. Tom Cruise. <laughs> you can't go up and say, I was the original Maverick,
1: and he's going to buy it. Doug Benson, what movies have you seen recently that you enjoy?
10: Uh, well, I went, I recently took my mother to see Bridesmaids, and I enjoyed most of it, except for the very first scene where John Hamm and
4: Kristen Wiig are like, Fucking in a million different positions. What if you didn't see it with your mom? <laughs> Would you like it a little, little better? He wouldn't have finished.
8: <laughs> oh,
10: Kev. Okay. Uh, so I
8: forgot it was all ages tonight, Chris.
1: No, no, twenty-one and over. <laughs> hey. Oh, these people are all
10: over twenty-one. Yep. Mm. Uh, well then, let's let's fucking do it. <laughs> right. I felt uh, bad. A lot, of, a lot of people who were not 21
1: kind of got miffed at me, and I'm like, "Fuck that kid! He was Team Jonah." Yeah. No, it
5: wasn't our, wasn't our fault. There,
1: there was, you know, it's I don't, maybe you guys know it's difficult to get a venue at Comic Con, mm-hmm. and so we were able to secure this wonderfully uh, spacious venue. Uh, the only caveat was that it's 21 and over. So,
10: no, that's the caveat at a lot of places where, uh, you know, first amendment, first amendment, adult comedy and alcohol Boom. coexist and like it drives me crazy when i'm performing out in the country the messages from uh, someone on twitter going oh good thanks a lot i'm 19 so i can't see your fucking show at your stupid bar that you're performing in <laughs> and it's just like seriously please do what all of us have done and grow up yeah. like like a few years from now you're gonna be able to get into shit and you're gonna and then a few years later you're gonna wish you were seventeen again. Like yeah. the, the And then if you and a seventeen year old are near a lightning storm, your brains will switch because that's how lightning works.
4: Yeah. No, then you're gonna get to an age where you're glad there's not kids running around a show you're at making you feel old. Oh yeah.
10: Yeah, it's just, it's all, it's ridiculous. Like, everybody wants what they, you know, everyone wants, the the old wants to be young, the young wants to be old, and they're all fucking stupid. You can't
1: perform, though, and I think... We, we were talking to Sarah Silverman at, at the UCB a couple of months ago and she was saying she did a college show and all the kids, their face was just in their fucking phones. Like, they would yeah, not...
10: they're texting about what a great time they're having. They're, they're, <laughs> and, but actually not having a time. They're Facebook yeah. and Twittering, this is the most hilarious show I've ever seen. I'm
8: downvoting this conversation
10: on Reddit right now. <laughs> Sorry. Man, like, another thing. How come you don't respond to my LinkedIn requests?
8: <laughs> <laughs> oh, LinkedIn is just the saddest social network. I'm not, Who the
11: fuck is in a like, fucking? Hey. I'm not on it.
10: Why does every person is trying to get and you me know what on sucks it have to remind me every What sucks about LinkedIn is day. every
1: time someone fucking, it's impossible to turn up, to say to LinkedIn, you can't say LinkedIn, you. Don't, don't no, ever no, send no, me another you. thing. You would right. have to create an email rule, if you, you know, and say, if you see the words LinkedIn,
8: <laughs> Then LinkedIn is just a friendly reminder that your friend lost his job. That's all it is. <laughs> Would you recommend me or wanna sign up and uh, no, delete no. Sorry buddy. I mean, uh, damn it. Good luck.
10: Yeah, it's fucking I, I can't I don't know how to how to write to the person and say, "I don't care that you're on a job search. <laughs> I am a I'm a, a sole proprietor of a business that's r- run and operated and perf- I'm all of it. <laughs> like, do you guys have assistants yet? Chris Hardwick and Kevin Perrier? And not I don't, I don't have an assistant. I
1: don't, I'm too a bunch of a control freak. I do everything myself. Right,
10: that's my thing. Is it's just like, why would I want someone else doing my, like, plane reservations for me who's going to be like, I got you a middle seat. You know what,
1: and you know what else? A, a real, like, a really good assistant is a lot of fucking money. Like, you, you know, seventy-five, a grand to have, like, a really solid assistant. I'll take it. Spit take. Uh... <laughs>
10: Holy, are you kidding me? No. I thought you could just give some, you know, college students some intern no, listen, points. No, you go to Craigslist, Craigslist
1: you can pick, pick up some, some, some dude on a curb, you know, like an old couch, and tell him to run your errands, but it might not be done Then you can fuck his sister afterwards.
5: Craigslist.
10: Yeah. <laughs> could you help me put this couch in the back of this van?
5: <laughs> Was she a real big fat
1: person?
2: <laughs> 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 oh, you got me, Doug
1: Benson. You got me. <laughs> Your show was so much fun the other night. By the way, Doug Benson did a live show uh, the other
10: night at the Tipsy Crow. Tipsy Crow, a nice little basement. What a venue. great,
1: what a great venue that was. What a really fun, like uh, you know, a couple hundred people is perfect. It was. Yeah, really, it yeah, was perfect. it was a good
10: vibe. I, I, I thank you for doing it. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, Brian Posehn was there, and uh, it was a it was a lovely time. I I, I got to get back to San Diego more often. There's just not enough. <laughs>
4: You're from here, right?
10: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I grew up out in uh, the El Cajon, La Mesa area. Yeah. yeah. What? But I don't know. I mean, you're s- not driving back there, are you? But uh, San Diego,
1: San Diego, as gorgeous of a town as it is, what's interesting to see these uh, two completely divergent species of, especially during Comic Con, it's like downtown. You see a bunch of cool nerds, and uh, I'm sorry to say, this, San Diego, you have a douchebag infestation. <laughs>
4: there's like, there are a lot of fucking bros uh, hanging actually, out. Chris, to be fair, the nerds infested the city no, during no, 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 Comic Con. No, no, no. The Navy was already here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. No, no, but 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 there's, but there's, there's, there's like Brosky's the, water downtown,
10: and every city in the country kind of has like a kind of douchebag central yeah. because they have like a a street or two or three or in in this case seven or eight yeah. where there's just bar after bar after bar. And they just all come down uh, and get you know and get drunk and then and then fight in the streets like. Like tonight, after we're all done here having our nice little nerdy conversation. Oh, we should all
1: go out and fuck some people
8: up. <laughs> yeah, really
10: that's what I was gonna suggest. No, it's yeah. just like it's You're, like fucking
1: Paulie D jumped in the script of Multiplicity, and it's like ah, oh, there's now there's a bunch of you. Wait, you
8: mean there was some phenomenal DJing going on? <laughs> <laughs> because he's great on the ones and twos. Oh, Did you guys see the Beavis and Butthead revamp by the way? Oh yes, yes. You guys
4: it looks so good they're They're making fun of watching them
8: make fun of Jersey Shore is really satisfying. oh Oh, that's great it's very comforting I just hope they don't touch Teen Mom I love that show no no no, (laughs) so good Macy's the best
1: mother
10: (laughs) don't touch Teen Mom
1: Um, we have another guest that I want to bring out let's get him out here uh, I
10: mean spoiler
1: spoiler so uh, ladies and gentlemen maybe if you're familiar with the show uh, 30 Rock uh, you might know our next guest who is the world champion Judah Friedlander (laughs) Well, I think it's back there somewhere. There he is. A world champion. Let's push you over here, Judah Friedlander. Judah.
11: Hey, good to see you, man. Nice to
1: see you, too. Is yeah. this hat in
10: Braille, the one you have on right now? Yeah,
11: my hat says world champion in Braille. <laughs> also, <laughs>
4: notice that he came out with that? the biggest water.
11: Yeah, this is actually Bleach Stormtrooper blood right here. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, Judah Freelander? Just being cool. Yeah? Yeah, no, <laughs> things are good, man. I'm having a great time here in San Diego. Great con. This is my fr- I've done a lot of cons before, but I've never done the San Diego one. And uh, best burritos in the country are right here in San Diego. So... <laughs> Did you buy you said you were going to wander around and buy some art i haven't bought any art yet i um, i I walked around today because I was doing uh, signings yesterday and the day before and i was I did two stand up shows the other night so i I walked around and I was looking at stuff today. I almost bought a poster and uh, some art stuff and then I caught up with uh, Joyce Brabner uh Harvey Pekar's uh, wife and was uh, talking with her I hadn't seen her in years so I was uh chatting with them and you know it's you just get kind of Comic-Con's great it's kind of like to me it's 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 almost like the Sundance Film Festival New Years and Halloween you know yeah. it's it's just like this amazing you know celebration of just everything that you know people are passionate and they love it and they're they're celebrating it so it's great so you just keep You know, today I was walking around, and it's like surf of the net. You go one place, you have a plan, and then you meet someone else, and you go there, and then you go there. So, yeah, tomorrow I'll be checking out a lot of it, too. There
1: must be other people dressed as world champion Judah Freelander walking around.
11: Yeah, sometimes there are. Uh, My favorite thing that happened to me so far... Was I was walking into the con yesterday, and two cops pointed at me, and they go, "Nice costume." So, <laughs> <laughs> that one I really liked. Man. You look just so, like
10: that guy. Yeah,
11: yeah. The world champion has become bigger than Judah Friedlander. Yeah. No, sometimes I actually meet people, and they think I'm dressed up as me, and then I tell them it's me, and then they get angry, and then <laughs> you're the inception of people.
7: Yeah, and then
11: I'm like, so you think it's more likely because I live in New York, and I'm like. You know there's, there's there's not as much show business in New York as there is in LA but I'm like there's showbiz people so I'm like you think it's more likely you're meeting a guy dressed up as me and this is not during the convention this is just during a regular fucking day right. I'm like you think there's it's more likely there's someone dressed up as me than me and they're like yeah <laughs> I'm like okay whatever then they're like but you're still cool I'm like okay fine, now, whatever
1: we I've known I've known you for quite a few years, and, yeah. you know, I saw your, you know, we used to do a lot of the same stand-up.
11: Uh, yeah, when well, I lived in L.A. for uh, about, work took me out here from, like, '02 2 to '04. so, yeah, that's about, I got to know you around, like, 2000, 2002, yeah.
1: How did you start to, I mean, this isn't getting too meta, like, how did mm. you... Start developing the world champion.
11: Oh, it was, uh, you know, as a progression. I've been doing stand-up since 89, and that's always been my main thing. I'm probably known less for stand-up than I am for acting stuff. Is that weird? Because, I mean, because in your mind,
1: I felt that sometimes, too. Like, oh, I missed, like, when I first started doing headlining shows and people weren't showing up, I'm like, why don't people go, I didn't know you did stand-up. Like, oh, I thought that was the main thing yeah, I did. Yeah,
11: yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I, I do, I live in New York, and I do probably, you know, 15 or more shows a week. And... And I've been doing that for, you know, since, you know, 89, pretty yeah. much. and
10: uh, Yeah, and you've been the world champion of shows in New York ever yeah, since then. Yeah, it's
11: true, <laughs> man. It's a good point. No, yeah, but yeah. The, the world champion stuff started probably around 10 years ago and it was a gradual thing. When I was a kid, I was always obsessed with Guinness Books of World Records, and I actually tried to break records. When I was eight, I tried to break the pogo stick record, and, <laughs> and I did it for an hour straight without missing when I was eight, but I got fucking bored, and so <laughs> I was like, that's, breaking that's, records. talks about kinda, the boredom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm record like, record. wow, this is, because the record at the time I think was eight hours straight, and I was like, fuck it. That's just, when I can't. When
5: I was eight years an old. An hour is pretty good, though. When yeah. I was eight, I also tried to break a world record, but it was for stacking sugar cubes. What? That's and I had my awesome, mom go man. out and get me hundreds of sugar cubes and I could not get more than 10 to stand on top of each other. <laughs> Was so sad. how far
11: from the record were you? Hundreds. Hundreds. Yeah, <laughs> cool. But at least she tried, man, so we had good. sugar cubes for years. Yeah. A for
4: effort. Yeah. D-minus for execution, yeah. but Thank A yeah. for effort. Actually, F for execution. He that's fucking true, yeah. failed. That's you fucking bad. know, Jude, I remember the uh, one of the first times we met, you overheard me talking about uh, air hockey and how much I like to play it and how good I am. Yeah. And you, you, like, I remember it was before the real world champion stuff started going on, and you were like, oh, you play air hockey? Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? You want to play some? You're like, fuck yeah. I'll fucking kick your ass. Yeah, I will do I am
11: really fucking good at air hockey. I am actually. really
4: good at air hockey.
11: Yeah. I always liked your joke about bowling. Like, oh, that's an old joke. I don't do that much anymore. I bowled a 300 using a golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> if I use a regular bowling ball, forget about it. My best score is a 480. And that's on the third frame, they'd have shut the game down because oh, I killed wow. some kids in <laughs> yeah, the lane next to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking good, man. Yeah.
1: That's what I always loved about it. Like, I, I always kind of, um, I was always jealous of, like, with my stand, it was just like, oh, I don't know. I just write down things that, like, just more like observational stuff. And I was always kind of jealous that. I didn't have a, a like a point of view or a character because it just seems like once you have that in place, so many so many jokes become apparent because you're writing within the voice of that character. Right,
11: right. But at the same point, you also have to get you also have to be careful that you don't become that you like my character doesn't become sticky. You know, you don't want it to be like <laughs> a one note thing. Right. You know, and, and it is always changing. And and initially it came from doing uh, so. It, it came, I've, my act has always been very joke heavy. And and then uh, it, it eventually became character heavy as well. And so now it's like a mix of joke heavy and character heavy. And then it kind of happened with... I remember at the time, this was like ten years ago. Almost all the comics were always trying to bond with the audience. You know, like, hey, you ever noticed this? And hey, I do too. And hey, we're all relating. And I, just <laughs> I
4: had to, noticed I that, didn't that. that. I remember
11: I just that. Right. I decided to take the opposite approach and just be kind of like, I can't relate to what any of people go through because <laughs> my life is just so incredible. And and then it also, I would do a lot of sets, and there was this one open mic club. It was in a hamburger store. And, Wait, uh, a store? A, store yeah. uh, a, a restaurant, I guess okay. you should call it. What do
4: you want to do today? Go shopping for hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to a hardware restaurant the other day.
11: You know, I, I misspeak all the time, and uh, a friend of mine was saying I should do a book, and we were saying I should call it bad word sentence things. And, uh, because I always say shit wrong. Like, one time, like... I love
10: hamburger I, store, though. Yeah, That's yeah, a great yeah, hamburger store. It.
11: Yeah, because it is a fucking hamburger store. And...
1: Uh, <laughs> The bottom shelf, you is the really cheap yeah. ones in the bags. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
11: Bergies. But I, yeah, because I, I don't know, but I do say things wrong a lot. I remember one time I was like somebody, I was trying to like, Someone was going to lend me some pants because uh, my pants got all dirty. And I, I needed a clean pair of pants <laughs> what to run I, wait, show. Wait, this, this is a good story. And I was like, what, what happened
1: to your pants?
11: What's that? What I spilled it? a bunch of shit on it. You wait, know? actual So shit? they're like, no, not actual shit. No, I have plenty. Of, I have shit in my pants before. I've yeah, had to do it. that. Me One too. time, all right, I'll tell you. This is digressing here. but Okay. This is a good sh- uh, two-part shit story. Two <laughs> um, parts, uh, the best. Yeah. I think it's. I everybody. I think yeah.
8: it has oh. to be a two part
5: Yeah, uh, oh, I nice, was
4: Jonah. the uh,
11: the New York City used to have an improv club, and I did a set there, and I had a set downtown, and that's in Midtown, and it's I drive in New York City. I'm kind of crazy, uh, I drive everywhere, but at night it's pretty easy. And so, anyways, I'm driving from 34th Street down to roughly Third Street. Okay and i'm like and i feel this ridiculous sort of pain and like like not bad pain but like this is definitely diarrhea kind of <laughs> feeling and i'm driving my friend and in, and in, in, uh he doesn't have a car so i'm giving him a lift downtown because he lives near the comedy club. I'm, I'm going from the improv to the comedy cellar and uh I, I and he lives right near the comedy cellar so he's like can you get your, give me a ride i'm like sure and i'm driving down i'm like i'm like dude I let him out where he lives, and I'm like, dude, i got to go to the bathroom. And uh, he's like, well, I live right over here. And luckily, there was a parking spot right there, so I park. He lives on this fifth floor, no elevator. So i got to walk up five, uh, walk five up stories the holding the diarrhea. diarrhea. Yeah, I get into his apartment, and I knew him okay. I didn't know him that well. I'm basically just giving him a ride. Oh God, and I like, basically go to his wait, toilet wait, wait, and shit mics? diarrhea <laughs> for about 15 minutes. And then I'm like, sorry, dude, but... Um, Thanks, and <laughs> but I got to go do another show right now, so I got to go. So sorry for shitting diarrhea in your toilet for 15 minutes, but I fucking got to run to a show or I'm gonna be late.
4: Well, what would you so do? Then, just have a good conversation with him afterwards? Yeah, now yeah, that's done. What's uh, that, we what's we actually you? never spoke again.
11: We never spoke <laughs> again. No, Wait, I, that uh, part one. That's part one. Okay. That's part one. So then I do my show at the Comedy Cellar. It's a couple hours later. I'm talking to a friend of mine outside the club. It's like 2.30 in the morning now. I start feeling that twinge in my stomach again. And I lived in Brooklyn at the time. About a 15-minute drive uh, from the village. And I'm like, I can make it. (laughs) And I'm not even into the Williamsburg Bridge yet. So I'm about halfway home. And I cannot hold it in anymore <laughs> and I'm having to press the gas pedal down with my foot and hold in diarrhea at the same time. It's like trying to hold So fire. I'm like, do I crash my car or do I shit my pants? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually had to make the mental decision. I'm like, or I both. have to shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. So I just shit my pants <laughs> as I'm driving my car. Fight
4: and fight. And
11: I was like, wow, that is warm. And, it's
4: an easier... And
11: then I had to put... And then I so then I put some newspaper. Underneath my seat. And then I get home and it's New York City. I drive, I, then, you know, in six minutes I'm home. And then 45 minutes later, I find a parking spot 10 blocks from my apartment. <laughs> And then I get home. It's now about five in the morning, and I showered for like an hour and a half. <laughs> Crying. I went to Did bed at like you know six a.m. or just something. Just leave your car forever. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I found a spot. I found Did a spot. You? Yeah, it was like it was like you know five thirty in the morning. I fucking walked home. People are getting ready, going for work and shit. And, and then, uh, <laughs> but it was that feeling of just of of like wow, you know, it's just, it makes you feel very human and and very <laughs> grounded. We were like. I have to shit my pants, and I can't help it. If <laughs> only bad we thing. would
8: have Twitter at this time. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to so, follow the Minute yeah. of this. So,
11: so since then, sometimes when I'm on the road, I don't do it anymore, but I, I think for a good four years after that, if I ever had a road gig and I was driving my car, I would take an extra pair of pants just in case. <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. I'm okay.
5: Did you have that moment in the morning when you woke up from that and you were like, fuck, I really I shit my pants last night? and my car is shitting it.
11: Yeah, no, I did have to clean. The, the seat didn't have any, like, shit on it, but yeah. it, it, it did kind of smell the car, so I did have to Burn clean it some. Yeah, and I did throw my jeans out. I did not keep <laughs> oh, the has... jeans or my underwear. I can save these. That was an easy call. That was an easy call. Yeah. I had no idea I'd be telling diarrhea shit stories. So, oh, I listening, I what apologize. What Like, do you
1: have any idea what it was? Would you just get a bug, or was it something you ate? Uh, it
11: was something I ate. Yeah, I mean, because I was fine, you know. Yeah, so afterwards, <laughs> I was fine. But yeah, it was a good four hours of. It really. It, it makes... was just two diarrheas, but it was over a four-hour period. It's all like,
9: tanks.
1: Like I talked to my dad. You know, my dad, because like, he's older, and so things. You know, your priorities change, and he and he like he said to me with the utmost sincerity. You will never. You just can't appreciate how lucky you are that you can just shit like it's like that's where it gets to when you get older that you because we just take take all these things for granted. No, it's
11: true. You know, yeah. If that, you, especially you know, yeah. People don't realize like. But, but seriously, you know, people have health issues and stuff like that. But you, you know, if if you're working fine, if your body's working fine, that's a blessing. It yeah, really really is. Really yeah.
1: Is. There's yeah. actually a nice message at the end of all that somehow. The more
8: you know, the more you. Yeah.
2: I always
11: try to give back to society. Just shitting you know? at the stars, shitting as, across the sky. I as could, the world champion, that's part of my message. Yeah. Is uh, I get the,
1: the old brown rainbow shooting across. And space. I gotta say, ultimately, as the world champion, you shit more than anyone
11: that's else. True. That is actually yeah. kind of a win. You know, I was for a while about i'd say about 15 years ago i used to do a lot of shit jokes and i was actually going to make an all shit joke cd and uh maybe i'll still do that someday (laughs) (laughs) we'll see are you touring Uh, a lot right now uh this summer i've been on the road almost all summer um and i'm pretty burnt out uh it's 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 the traveling is tiring and then in the uh, i love doing radio but the hours are tough because you you have to do shows at like midnight and then you have to get up at, you know, 5.45 a.m. and yeah. do four and a half hours of local radio and TV, which I like doing. But it's just constant sleep deprivation. So, yeah. that, so that's actually tough. I've had, yeah. to,
1: I've had to take red eyes and get driven from the airport to the radio station. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you just, like, where you're just shaking because you don't, you yeah, don't feel Yeah, your body's
11: right. in pain. Yeah, yeah, you need rest. Yeah. You get there
1: and they're like, are you okay? And off air, you're like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not okay at all.
11: No, you gotta... Sleep's important, yeah.
1: Are you... just Kevin, you... You've kind of... Toyed I don't the have st- a shit story. I'm sorry. Uh, no,
11: please. I think we did enough. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're you, you toying with the idea of doing stand-up at all? God, no.
8: Really? No, terrified by it. Really? Uh-huh. Nothing to say on stage. Come on!
11: Absolutely nothing. No, really?
8: You are funny on the show. Uh, well, You're you. are very good, good dude. That's a, a lot of Because I did,
11: I plugged my book on your show. Plugged you the shit out of your and book. I mean, were, it. And you
8: were three questions in an interview when it was done. It's
11: and you awesome. were, you were awesome, man. Thank you. No, very much, I yeah. mean, very quick and very funny and smart and knowledgeable. Oh, I was impressed. Kiss, I'm, Kiss him. Nah, no, it's all right. Man. <laughs> I'll just feel them under the table. Oh, I, am, I am
8: terrified by the immediate feedback of a swing and a miss. You know, the attack of the show, we do the show every day in a, in a shoebox of a studio, and it's the same kind of PAs and, and production assistants yeah. working on the show, and the notion of doing that on a stage just
1: absolutely terrifies me. Really?
8: I, mean, I would shit myself on stage. I <laughs>
1: Then that would be your thing, and you'd have to shit your pants. Right for the for yeah. show. Hey, good but that's everybody. just because,
11: right. I mean, you know, for, for me, I mean, I remember the first time I did stand up, I was nervous. I was always very introverted. But now it's actually the most relaxing thing I do. Yeah. You know, like w- regular everyday life is scary for me. It's really funny and, you say that. But stand up, people like, why'd you do four shows tonight? I'm like, because that's the only thing I'm fucking good at. You know, it's that's like, and, that, so... and that, that's like, the, that's the most relaxing thing I do. Is yeah, because other comedy. people
10: don't have lines. It's like all yeah. you talking.
11: Yeah, there's no director. So that's nice. You know, it's just you and the audience together. You know. Yeah, I, yeah. I
1: remember shows like years ago um, when I when I was first starting, and then like if for whatever reason, I was having a lot of anxiety about something. Mm-hmm. Going on stage would make it totally go away.
11: Yeah, like I would feel yeah. I would feel okay again. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
10: How'd yeah, you if an, you're feeling sick and you walk out on stage, a lot of times you feel all adrenaline. Right. Yeah, you get, like, this rush of, like, you okay. You can pick up a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. you walk off stage and you collapse. And uh, <laughs> and your and baby's then,
1: still under the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have to get the gamma radiation, uh, so you can get the strength that all humans have.
3: <laughs>
1: really? I couldn't be the only one that's ever seen the Incredible Hulk wow. television series. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, At I love that They're series. the only one, yeah. 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 Um, how did you get, uh, what was your involvement with 30 Rock? Did they kind of write that character for you? or did No,
11: you, did you audition for no, him? I auditioned for it. it was oh, you had based... to go
10: in and be like, I'm going to wear a hat that says. Well,
11: you know, I've done a lot. You know, before <laughs> I did 30 Rock, I, I had probably done about 25 movies. You and... also
1: did a Dave Matthews band
5: music
11: yeah, video. Yeah, where I was hugging people. Yeah, and that one I looked oh, yeah. like me. I mean, you guys
1: know um, Jonah was in, I mean, uh, Judah well, was in uh, American Splendor, or? right? You guys, you guys, uh, yeah, right? I played
11: okay. Toby Radloff in American yeah. Splendor, the genuine nerd uh my hair was probably about as short as yours when i did that and i had to shave and everything so i and i mean when i got cast in american splendor i looked like i do now but i had to uh you know really change my look and you know change my voice and how i walk and talk and and i like doing the whole chameleon thing in in movies and i used to do that a lot but with 30 rock i haven't had the chance because we film so often Mm -hmm. and when i booked 30 rock it was based on a on a couple of different Saturday Night Live writers. I thought it was just based on one guy because in the script, uh, you know, there's no mention of a hat or glasses. Mm-hmm. It was just it was a big guy with long, ZZ top hair was the description, mm-hmm. and you know, blue collar jersey guy, and uh, or Queens guy. I can't remember. But uh, so, anyways, um, what are we talking about? I totally forgot. Your a, totally. You're, for you're being yeah. cast. On the oh trailer. yeah, they Yeah. So I had one audition. I think Tina was about eight months pregnant and. I went in, and they said great. And then for five months later, they told me I got it. And the whole time over those five months, I knew I was either their top choice or the top two choices. And I knew the character, I knew the role well because I, over the years, I've known a lot of guys that have have written for SNL, and um, you know and Tina's a great writer, so the the words flew easily. And when I got offered the show, I told them that I actually you know this is 8 or 9 months out of the year and i do stand up all the time and i have a specific look and i so i need to keep my look mm-hmm. you know for that and so the character i play on 30 rock is is quite a bit different than it's similar but a lot different than what i do on stand up mm-hmm. You know, Frank Rossitano wishes he could be the world champion, you know, but he's not, you know, but, but he's, he's still cool. Yeah, I, Judah Friedlander <laughs> is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, you, um, do
8: people uh, not to. No, go, go. No, no, go ahead. You, when you, What's the most common challenge you get out mm-hmm. in the world, out in the wild, if you will? The general public, when they see you, the world champion. Oh. What's the first thing they want to challenge you on?
11: You know, a lot you know, Some focus. people want to challenge me, but m- most people are cool. People know me from a variety of things, you know. I mean,. Some people don't know me from 30 Rock at all. Some people will still know me from only the Dave Matthews video. I remember I was in Iowa a few years ago, and some guy's like, dude, I know you. Spring Break Lawyer. And I'm like, yep, I was in Spring Break Lawyer. That was a made-for-MTV TV movie that was released on VHS only. Spring Break Lawyer. Oh, Not yeah? the I worst movie I've ever done, but definitely the worst-sounding the movie worst. I've ever done. I don't know, but I've done a lot of bad fucking movies. done <laughs> a few good ones, but I've done some bad ones, too.
10: There's some talk right now about What's that? Uh, Wet Hot American Summer. I did Wet Hot oh, American Summer. Yeah, 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 that
11: was fun. Yeah, that was it's, fun. It's uh, Yeah, they're like having an some anniversary. 10-year anniversary yeah. stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna... God, I can't believe that already. Fucking ten, I know. Ten years I know. Years.
10: Man, Such it's... a great movie, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah,
11: That was fun. I went up there for a couple days. and Actually, I think only a day, but I had to get up there a day earlier. I only did a day of filming. and remember they had a little... Uh, Rec, rec room there, with a ping pong table, and Chris Maloney was like the champ, and uh, I went up there and I, I beat him like twice in a row. <laughs> and he got really fucking angry. And uh, but hey, that's the way it goes, man.
1: <laughs> that 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 movie has one of my favorite. The, 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 it's sex joke. scenes. No, no. Well, yeah, it, 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 but the joke that unhinges me in that is. Uh, could you guys pick up some lube for my pussy? <laughs> like the way she says that line, it, it's, it's such a fucking... That movie is so full of su- such
11: great I love that we should characters. all meet
8: here in 10 years. I don't know, I got a thing. I got a <laughs> yeah. thing 10 years from now. I can't meet here at this exact time.
11: Yeah, no, that that was fun to do. And I got to work with Molly Shannon, who I was a fan of and I never met. And uh, she was one of the sweetest, nicest people I've ever met. So that was that's always cool, you know. Yeah. So, uh but yeah, that was fun. But yeah, I wanna I wanna do more movies. I wanna one day make my own movies. I'm trying to make a world champion movie and I wanna do some like uh low budget, like R or X rated like horror sci fi x well, oh, yeah. pretty big difference. Well, some, mean, some mean, of the old triple X, don't mean I mean an NC17, I guess, oh, okay. whatever. I don't I, you know I know mean? Horror horror not, not a straight up point because they porno, didn't have NC17 yeah, yet. So exactly. One yeah. one has right. They had the capacitance. Right. There used to be just, Yeah, yeah, yeah it's right. yeah. so There used to be double X. Yeah, there used to be X, I guess double X and triple X. Yeah, but now it's just R and then triple X. But yeah, but you know, the so you know,
4: more horn fisting. Yeah, that's just but I want Which to do one some, has like, fucking low-budget, uh, you know, slasher-type
11: movies? Yeah.
4: I want to hear uh, about your book. Your book,
11: uh, how, how to beat up anybody. Oh yeah, I have it here. Well, it's called oh. how to, how to beat up anybody. It's an instructional karate book where I teach you how to beat up Bigfoots and ninjas and Big there's foots. a flip book in the corner where I teach levitation and you know, because of deforestation, Bigfoot attacks are on the rise nationwide. Oh, you yeah, know, I've heard about Bigfoots that. live in the forest yeah. and, and we're cutting the trees down and they're fucking coming to the suburbs and inner cities for better food and shelter. So, and so we have to protect most ourselves. Bigfoots are very nice, but some are douchebags, just like in any society. So <laughs> um, so yeah, I teach a lot of important things in the book. So,
1: and you're and on Twitter, you're you're not Judah Freeland. Are you your world champ- uh, Judah World
11: Champ? And I'm still waiting to be verified by Twitter. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> verified yet. I don't know how you get verified. I don't know the process. I don't works know either. who the verifier is. But I think yeah, you I'm, just I'm...
10: have to mention it on the Nerdist podcast. Yeah. And it, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. And it, I've it mentioned on shows out. before,
11: and we'll see if this one will. Oh it. This over is the, this top, is the one that can do it. I think. I think, <laughs> I think this can do it. Man, can, I think Hardwick. Let's you're do the man it, you guys. To do let's this.
10: make it. Let's verify Judah World yeah. Champ.
11: Judah World Champ on Twitter. And And I like Twitter a lot. Twitter's actually helped me a lot because sometimes. Like I said like oh, I might get really depressed if I don't if I can't go out and do stand up for whatever reason. So sometimes you know my mind will still be moving and I'll just sit at home and I'll just jokes will come into my head and I'll just you know try them out on Twitter. And I don't have an audience to try them out. on, so I'll try them out on Twitter and you get some responses and it, it's fun, you know. I can't so write I like jokes Twitter.
1: on Twitter cuz my jokes aren't I, my jokes aren't short. And so right, it's hard right. for me to Yeah, it's, it's, to it's use a short. That way. It's a definitely
11: a word economy, you know, one liner type uh stuff, but I but I enjoy it and I've had a lot of fun at the con here. I got a, I got a great... My favorite photo I got so far was I got two stormtroopers reading my karate book. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I just posted that on Twitter. That's that's my favorite photo yet. So, so people so. can get, get your book online? You gonna yeah, book, yeah book? Amazon has it the cheapest. Uh, it's how to beat up anybody. I did it all by myself. It's all based on my stand-up jokes, on my stand-up act, but it's all like 100% new jokes. I think there might be one or two sentences in here that are in my stand-up act. So I started it originally about seven, eight years ago on my own, Mm -hmm. and then... Book company started calling me about two years ago, only because I'm known from TV. They're like, "Hey, they think you can sell, make money, so they want to do your book." and sure. I'm like, "Well, I've been working on a fucking book, and so." <laughs> it got really aggressive. Yeah, yeah So I've uh, been working on. I'm a like, I
10: got I'm, your I'm, goddamn I'm, fucking I'm, I'm book. Like,
11: I got two books I've been working on, and this is the one they wanted to do. So it was about after it was about a year and a half, you know, nonstop working on it, did it all by myself, and uh, all the photos, all the drawings, all the writings, and uh, yeah, so it was a big passion project and it's selling so-so but uh, (laughs) but no but people people seem to like it so i hope and i hope people do i made it for for people to laugh and enjoy so hopefully they like it cool
1: thank you so much for being here
11: judah friedlander
2: everybody
1: thank you i'm so glad you were finally on
11: Thank you, uh, Doug. Doug do do you want to have?
1: Do you have anything to promote before we uh, before we ejector seat you and bring out the the next? Yeah, guest? yeah.
10: We got to make room. Uh, I, uh, you know, Doug loves movies. Is ongoing and yep. uh, the interruption. Interruption. Yeah, I'm doing an interruption podcast. Uh, we're taping it at the Galaxy Theater in Santa Ana mm-hmm. on uh, August 21st. Excellent. And uh, yeah, you should have also, us
5: back on the podcast, so I can't lose quite so bad as I did. Yeah,
10: yeah. Podcast. You were you were terrible at the letter M game, <laughs> and uh, your your strategy was to let somebody guess it with all the names. Well, and uh, so, learn, learn, right? Yeah, yeah. You totally you learn you learn your lesson, and uh, also we'll definitely uh, have you back on. Your, uh, the, Everyone uh, at this table has been a guest on Douglas movies, except for Judah, and we're going to make that happen at some point. Nice. Uh, uh,
4: also, the, 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 future, uh, the Benson interruption: uh, TV show is on Instant Watch right now, Netflix Instant Watch. Yeah, I think he
10: gets any money. From it's there. on Netflix Instant Watch, and people keep writing to me, going, "What? When was this on? Oof. Why is it not on anymore?" Like, and I'm just like, like "That's your uh. decision." Yeah, yeah, and also, like, because of people like you that missed it completely, <laughs> that's that's why it, it's not a TV show anymore. But yeah, and uh, I have a new CD coming out on August 30th called Potty Mouth, and uh, it looks like all six episodes of the Benson Interruption will be uh, included if you oh, that's buy, cool. if you buy nice. the hard copy. That's nice. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Doug, and I also, I want to say, just because I've been, I've been doing the Interruption since you started, since we used to do it at M Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. just been really nice to kind of watch you build this thing, you know, of Interruption and mo- the movie show, and now <clears throat> people come out to see you at ch- shows, and Give you weed and stuff.
10: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's been incredible uh, run, and uh, you had you
1: know, Lift on your podcast. Thank now, oh, you if you're to ever in everyone. Los Angeles. Doug does this thing called the Movie Interruption, uh, which is very similar. Yeah, we got We got, got, two, Fast we, five,
10: we got right? one uh, coming up on Monday night, which might be too late for the listeners, but for those of you that are here, we're going to show Fast Five and uh, Brian Posehn and Sarah Silverman. And Al Madrigal and I are going to sit with (laughs) microphones and and say whatever comes into our head while watching it. Cool,
1: that's great. Cool, it's a lot of fun. Doug Benson, thank you for being here. Thank you, Doug
10: Benson. (laughs) Thank you. I love you, Comic Con. Thanks,
1: guys. We're going to make you stay here, Kev. I stay. You're going to stay.
3: Let's. Thanks,
1: Doug Benson. Nice to to see see you. Kev, let's move you down, yes, uh, and then maybe we need an extra chair for our, our next guest, who I'm super excited about, because uh, I met these guys basically doing Wootstock. Um, and they were... Uh, I mean, I can't... Again, you know, we sort of talked about this a little bit in the in the earlier show. Will Wheaton and I talked about this in the earlier show, but uh, Mystery Science Theater was one of those shows that you... You told me, you told me. That just changes the way you see comedy and you when you watch it like oh my god you can make comedy this way and it just every episode of that show just felt like someone was reaching inside and just and plucking out things that I knew and loved and were referencing it and it completely it absolutely thoroughly influenced me uh as a comedian so it is a tremendous honor to welcome to the stage Michael Nelson, Kevin Murphy, and Bill Corbett! (laughs) Shit. This is... Uh... Now,
6: I'll share milk something. It, milk it, milk it, because it won't last. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is... And I can't... I mean, honestly, uh, and I told you this backstage, and I hope I didn't embarrass him, but uh, the Mystery Science Theater movie is Jonah's favorite movie of all time. No,
4: I know it's weird to have your favorite movie be a movie where guys are watching a movie. <laughs> <laughs>
7: that
6: is weird. Yeah. But um, You poor devil.
4: But I, 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 saw it, I saw it in the theater... I was uh, visiting my uh, uncle and aunt in Carson City. I made them drive me to Reno, where it was playing at the Hilton, um, and I, I watched it because I was very excited for it. And it, didn't, it never came to Hawaii, where I'm from. It never played in Hawaii, and uh, and then it's, when it came out on VHS, I bought it and I wore out the tape. And now I'm embarrassing myself. Oh, uh, wait, but it is, it is like like we said, like backstage. Um, it is uh, it is. I, I I watched it more than any other movie, and like it is. It's like, if it's compared to the uh, any episode that you guys ever did, it is one of the finest written episodes you ever did. Thank you. And the, like the, the score is great, and it's just like, a, it's a perfect episode. You know, it's up there with Thank the best you. episodes you ever did. Thank you. And now me and my girlfriend fall asleep to it almost every night. Oh. There. That's How slightly creepy. How uncomfortable are you? It is. <laughs>
6: Oh, I think God. we just defined geek once again. Didn't there it you? is. Jonah is <laughs> a full three Hawaii? and a half inches that, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I from, look at you and I think Wisconsin.
4: Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> of, I don't know. I That's that why he got out.
6: The bur- the
1: burly okay. plaid guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jonah, Jonah had to escape Hawaii and getting beaten up by
4: Simone guys all the time. Yeah, yeah. they didn't much take to my uh, Servo Crow t shirt that uh, showcased my boobs and belly. <laughs> <laughs> boobs,
9: <laughs> which are wow. very beautiful, by the way. Thank
4: you so great. much, Bill. So uh,
1: let's just you know, so talk a little bit about um, uh, Mystery Science Theater. What was the process like for you guys when you you know when you're making the show? Uh, obviously. Um, uh, you know, when you when Mike, when you took over the show, you know, you knew that people knew about the show, but did you have any idea how huge it was at the time?
6: You're Never. talking about the show.
7: Yeah, the television okay. show, yeah. Thank
6: oh. you, Kevin, for that <laughs> clarification. <laughs> You're not talking about a cheesesteak now. <laughs> right? No, I heard how huge it was and I just wanted to be clear. <laughs> oh Kevin. I know. Ha- oh, have God. a beer, Kevin. Always. always I'm joking. I'm
3: not
9: talking about cheesesteak Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> No,
7: it was. uh... I choked on my own
1: nerd spit. I was laughing at cheesesteak so hard. I'm so sorry.
9: That was one of those like, ah,
1: and then like spit came out, and then it went right down my windpipe. Thank you. I'm not strong. I appreciate that. Oh my God! Okay,
3: I'm sorry. we that, killed. That would be the hard That would have been
1: the doubles. lamest if that's episode. If I get to fucking die, then I say, <laughs> bring it on. That would have
8: been the shittiest rescue 911 in history, right there. By the way, like, well, I laughed at my own joke so hard I almost died, Shatner.
1: Michael, Jane, they just—they mm-hmm. weaponize you. They weaponize your cheesesteak joke, like the killing joke from the <laughs> Python episode. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm sorry. We're back to normal.
7: Okay, so I think I remember the question. Yes. Kevin, any clarifications on that? No. <laughs> Keep drinking there. All right. Um,
6: oh, come on. I passed through Benson's backwash on the way here. That was <laughs> to me going
7: for crying Contact
6: high, out Contact high, for sure. Uh, no, to, it,
7: it was always weird. It was like we when we started the show... You know, we'd go to this little bar and we'd have hamburgers, and we would open up like one piece of fan mail, and it would be like, "Why are you talking over the movies?" We're like, "All right, we're gonna get her. We're gonna get her someday. She's gonna be a fan." And then, you know, a couple weeks later, it'd be like two hate mails and one like, "I get it, guys." And so, it was always like a slow growth. So it was really, really fun to be part of that sort of slow growth. And then when I
9: came on the show, the hate mail poured in. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't like you at first. I I know. (laughs) It
7: was just like, Bill, stop writing those. I mean, all right, I've got a hundred from you.
4: Did Did the people writing the hate mail realize that you had been there all along? Or did they just think you were just a guy? I mean, like... It says in the credits head writer Michael J. Nelson. Yeah, but like a lot of people are idiots, Chris.
7: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they wanted to be personal. It was always like, I know you. I know where you live, and I will kill you for yeah. doing you know, <laughs> for ruining my show. Did they
4: really like did they say why is the guy with the Torgo? Why is Torgo taking over the show? <laughs>
7: Yeah, it was a little bit of that, but mostly it was, we. you know, comedians live on the edge of sort of being, they love, like, the gallows humor, so all the, the hate mail was, like, just pure honey for us. Like, <laughs> I want you to die slowly. It was like, mm. this
6: is the best letter ever. Yeah. <laughs> so beautifully written. Yeah,
7: yeah. So it was, it was always, that was fun. That was actually a fun part of it.
6: How, w- oh, <laughs> ahead, how would you
5: pick the movie? Would you guys have, like, a huge list of movies you could watch? Or would you guys just
6: sort of like someone from the office would say, "Hey, watch this. This is a piece of shit." It was about a twenty to one ratio. Yeah, um, twenty. We'd have to watch twenty movies in order to get to one. So wow, wow. Uh, there were about three thousand movies that passed through the door. Honest to God, passed through the door is the best brains in order for us to get those shows done. And Frank Conniff, God bless him, sort of became the, the forerunner for a lot of those. And he loved. I mean, he the guy has you know a brain that's just sort of skinned over so much he could watch these things and it wouldn't affect him <laughs> he's pretty he's pretty mellow though when you're talking like hey Frank
2: oh hey uh-huh. guys how's it going oh, oh hi. Uh-huh.
6: that's actually a dead on impression <laughs>
2: <Yeah. of that.
6: laughs> oh hey what's happening oh, uh-huh? Yeah, Yeah, man. That's Frank. He is so mellow.
7: I hadn't seen Frank. I I ran into him. It was like three years. I hadn't seen him. He was in L.A. and I just happened to be walking down the street on Sunset Boulevard and Frank is there with a paper bag with his pants sticking out of the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Pant legs. And he's going to his personal trainer and I I see him and I go, Frank? And he goes, oh, uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. Of course.
4: I asked. I, I, I talked to
7: you in a minute, and then he went on. You know,
4: I asked him. I have, a, I have a like a weekly comedy show, and I asked him to be on it. Uh, and like, uh, I was like, "Hey, would you want to do uh, my, a set at my comedy show?" He's like, "Yeah, if that's what you want."
3: Because
4: <laughs> you know that is what you asked. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just put my pants in a paper bag and I'll get back to you.
1: So, Mr. Science Theater, did did
6: it? Uh, I'm a little unclear on the original origin, like the origin of the show. Did it, was it just a local show in Minneapolis at yeah, first? it was. It was on yeah. a UHF station, Channel 23 KTMA in Minneapolis. And how did that happen? Um, I was working there. I, we were doing the commercials, and we were trying to do comedy. We, mm-hmm. we found Jim Mallon and I, Yep. and uh, we both worked at the station that had a, a uh, production kit, and we could do our own stuff on our own time. The station manager didn't care. It was the lowest rated UHF station in the market. And, uh, and so we started looking out in the community for comedians and people who had some ideas. And Joel had this sort of half-cocked idea about having you know, this theater and puppets and a guy who was trapped in space watching movies and said, well, you we can make this into something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started making it and got some reaction and put, asked people to call in. To see if uh, they liked it or not, and the answer machine was full after the first episode. Same thing. Why are you talking over the movie? <laughs> I like my monkey movies without anything. Somebody talking over. There's a deer thing there, and some can. Stop talking over our movies. <laughs> Uh, well, Joe- I like
9: my monkey movies. <laughs> I love the idea of someone who has a real specific idea of my, their monkey uh, movie. My
5: mother used to yell at me for Just- watching
9: your show. My mother
5: would say,
1: Why are you watching that? They're talking over the fucking movie. <laughs> it really, I don't know if you guys, it, do you remember when uh, Joel used to go on SNL? Like, yeah. i would seen him on SNL, and he would do, like, Agent J, and he would have these crazy contraptions,
6: and he designed the, the, the bots. He did. Yeah. He well, did. A, he and Trace actually, and he, they were pretty much it was dumpster diving. Honest to God, yeah. go to the St. Vincent de Paul, go to any place that's old scrap anything. The old gumball machine factory. Bring a <laughs> pile of stuff in and glue it together with hot glue and uh, and uh, screws, and that was that was simply it. It was that simple. Yeah. And he actually made the puppets at three o'clock in the morning, the night before, the morning before the first show. <laughs> really? Yep. Trace. But you guys cool. both just use your regular voices close yeah something sort of
1: exaggerated for me. i mean records. trace is a little higher you know but but he uh, but how do you do do people freak out when you open your mouth and they go hey i know that voice i do but I, every time <laughs> I, call him, I every time i call bill he says wait a minute i know you cuz i took I, I have a picture where i'm making out with a servo bot and i told you i was like i was going to tweet it and, and apologize to you like i'm sorry we had this one night together cuz someone brought someone made a completely 100 percent accurate uh, Tom Servo
3: bot, is Anatomically
7: yeah. Yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Chris, Chris bought true. it and
8: installed a flashlight, which was really that. Good. Thomas hung that's like weird, a Hebrew right? national. No, that was a not little weird. weird. It was
1: that's a little weird. weird to have a flashlight in a Tom Servo bot or a oh. Miss Piggy doll or what have you. I mean, I don't know. I'm just grasping at straws. Um, how long did it take to do each to eat each movie? What was the writing process?
9: Uh, stem to stern, I think like nine days, right? Between, uh, reviewing, going through the movie a few times and, uh, you know, kind yeah, of revising it, just,
7: it. It was just sort of endless, you know, over and over and over again, uh, watching these things and, uh, you know, it helped that it was a writing room and, you know, writing rooms, they're like, you know. Five minutes into it, you're uh, you're talking about something else, and you're eating donuts and throwing stuff. at Yeah, you.
8: how many pounds, pounds of weed, on, on average, ground. were and consumed so. in
7: these writer rooms? Yeah, exactly. It was you know, it was, it was insane. <laughs>
8: that wasn't a number, by the way. How many how many bags of weed? Exactly. I'm curious. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> No, I got to know what was going on in those writer rooms because I could only watch those movies once with you guys being hilarious. I couldn't be, imagine watching them twenty times no, in a row. You have to be
1: incredibly lucid because I know a bunch of people who've done riff tracks, like guest riff tracks, yeah. and yeah. it is it is a thoroughly grueling process of watching a couple seconds and then backing up and adding a joke. I mean, like the those the, they're so dense with
9: jokes. Yeah. It's, it's an act of endurance as much as anything else. I mean. Yeah. You know, with riff tracks, we just sort of go exactly what you said. And we kind of did this in the Mystery Science Theater writing room. I mean, we would just stop the movie every five to ten seconds, or seven, and some poor bastard would be, you know, recording all our Tourette syndrome <laughs> bit
6: by bit. But, yeah. Think of doing that with high school music. It's a hard slog. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
9: I mean,
3: dear God. get <laughs> a riff track for high school music? <laughs>
9: Oh my gosh! That's what it felt like. You just drew blood, dude. I do have grid marks.
6: Oh (laughs) Oh my god! First blood? Yes. Wait, wait, wait! wait.
1: Not only did you draw blood, there's like, there's like, there's like a mesh (laughs) thing (laughs) on your head from the microphone. Oh my god! No, no, don't! Let's not. (laughs) not, (laughs) It's a mesh room tat. We have a bleeder. (laughs) Hey, uh, Matt, will you go get him a towel to to mop up the? I'm okay. uh, You, you are true circus, dude. (laughs) (laughs) This is like Jim Rose shit.
6: This man will beat himself to death with a microphone. I saw Adam Savage go on stage and do a whole set with a paper towel shoved up his nose. Oh, he had a bloody nose, uh, yeah. yeah, bloody nose. Later on, we're going to auction off your bloody towel. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) You could get an NEA grant
9: for that, man. That's how much you hate High School Musical. (laughs) It is. Yeah. That's fine. And yet, when I hit you in the head and draw blood, it's a big deal.
3: <laughs>
9: <laughs> Good. You're no Zach Efron. Double I'm standard sorry. man. Next podcast, the guy's like, why is there a piece of meat on my uh, <laughs>
6: microphone? This looks like this head meat. Kevin's head meat is on the microphone. <laughs> Some big Irish goon hit himself in the head with a. <laughs> this m- is like this jerky <laughs> on my microphone. Kevin's head meat is my flogging Molly cover band. Well Thank done. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, Paul and Storm are in here, and we owe them for that kind of bullshit that we do every now and again. The Paul
1: and the Storm, who are phenomenal. I mean, I love, we did Bootstock together the other night, and what a great show that is. Yeah, that was great. Uh, So much fun. Did any of you guys get to go to the Bootstock show?
6: Wasn't it great, except for Paul and Storm. Who let them on the show? (laughs) I
7: don't know. Not enough head meat for me. (laughs) You're
6: welcome! You know, like those
1: guys do so much work. Paul was not only performing on the show, he was also running the laptop that yes.
9: had yeah. all the PowerPoint stuff on it. Sewing costumes backstage, <laughs> tuck pointing the
6: chimney outside. I mean, it's just like, really? I mean wow. they're musicians, but really, Paul wants to run an AV room. Right? Yes. It's right, all, Paul?
4: It's... Ah.
1: Are you, are Paul and Storm here? They are. They are. Do you guys want to come up and chat with us for a minute? Is this your Pollen Storm? Pollen Storm, get
9: up here and chat with us. <laughs> you can sit on my lap and share my microphone. Come on up. And feel free to hit Kevin in the head with a microphone at yes. any moment. We,
1: we know nice. he's very soft. There's a Did you knock something over, Storm? They're
9: coming the long way.
1: Oh, you lost your badge? Did you lose your oh my god. Sorry, you p- have your
6: wristband, sir. You have to leave the building.
1: Don't tell people that Then someone's going to, oh, okay, you got your badge back.
9: Uh, there we go. Storm's
12: still not made it up here yet. I win. He, he lost his counter. Come,
9: come around the side here. Going up Hamburger Hill here. Come on up. Uh, Storm and Paul. Hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, Paul.
2: Paul. Nice to see you. Uh, uh,
1: nice to see you. Come on. Uh, there goes Jonah. You're gonna get him more chairs. It's gonna
7: that's be a, that's way more hugging than
9: oh, more comfortable. Yeah, 100%. 100% more. So, how did they get you guys involved with Woodstock? How did we meet you guys? Uh, I we, think we stalked through you through Jonathan Colton, probably. Yeah, yeah, like all things. Joko, is he here? This he's
12: not here. this No, year. he's not here. Fuck that guy. He's right <laughs> under here. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Yeah, I think, I think you came to a show we did with John I did. I, ca- I came to a, a Joko show in Minneapolis, and then what did I do? I tweeted that I, I liked it, except for the opening act. Yeah, and then we just glommed on to yeah. you, like, <laughs> the users that we are. I feel spent. <laughs>
1: I did not... You said I met you guys at New York Comic Con a few years ago. Oh,
12: Jesus, don't make
4: me. <laughs> oh, no, that's a good story. It's all,
12: it was a shitty story, and I told it on the podcast Yeah, already. it was
4: great, it got a great response from us. <laughs>
12: no we uh we uh, back before we were as ridiculously famous as we are Yeah, sure we, uh, we were uh, we were going to New York comic Con, and you guys uh hard and firm had had their uh comedy Central special, and we were all jealous and watching it like well, I was all jealous i I absolved storm of this story.
9: I thought it was fantastic,
12: thank you, <laughs> but you know just in that professional jealousy hey, that's great, they did that, and I hope they fuck it up, yeah. <laughs>
9: Wow, wow. (laughs) Secrets are coming out tonight.
12: uh, Uh, I already knew this. I already knew this. And we came to to New York Comic Con, and for some reason we thought it would be cool to just sort of film ourselves wandering around and put it up on YouTube. And uh, somehow approached you filming it, and I was telling the story about as well as I'm telling it right now. I was like, hey, you don't know who we are. Why am I being so confrontational with you on film? (laughs) But then the fun
1: thing was, a couple years later, you know, when we all jumped on Twitter... People started saying, you've got to see Paul and Storm, you've got to see Paul and Storm. And then they created this weird rivalry where we started... Oh, yeah, that
12: wonderful fake rivalry. This, we had. this
1: like tweet war against each other where we kept Photoshopping pictures and I took your logo with the two of you silhouetted and I put vaginas on them. And, uh, and he and didn't. You- you tweeted stuff back and you know Mike and I were like holy shit these dudes are really funny and I think Mike saw you first and he said there, these guys are fucking awesome so it's very ba- it's nice I'm so glad that you've built this you know this whole thing with Woodstock there were like 1100 people at that show the other night at the Balboa theater that stayed for 4 hours
12: barring the doors helps yeah <laughs> 20 of those people actually paid to come in too <laughs> that was all comps 1000 comps so
1: is it like what? What was it? What was it like because you you are you know like we all are like young nerdy guys, and now you get to you know you're working with like the Rift guys, and you know like how how has it been for you nerding out over people?
12: Oh, oh I get to answer don't, again. Don't well, don't, you're, don't you're,
9: be that you're, honest. Please. You're you're the star fucker. So I you am. get to. <laughs> <laughs> answer this I'm really one.
12: a professional star fucker, and somehow I've ended up on this on this stage at but this table with these people. But you are such
9: a good lover. <laughs> well, so you're so gentle and you don't tender.
12: just kill stars. <laughs> I read a lot of books. Um, no, it's just incri- it's incredible. Well, the, I mean, first of all, you have to sort of play it cool. Like that's one thing we learned. Like the first thing you try not to do is completely geek out at a person. Is the second you meet blew them. it. Then yeah, I blew it. <laughs> but like, amazingly enough, these are all regular human beings. Yeah, even Kevin who bleeds. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs>
9: Does he not bleed? If you hit him in the head with a microphone, does he not bleed? One, Then we can not kill right. him. <laughs> Let, let's, let's test that again, shall we? Impervious to all things but microphone mesh. <laughs> This is wicked stuff here. It is, it is. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> so Usually I when I hit myself in the head with a microphone, it doesn't really get through the skin. Hey, I... I'm a method actor, okay? <laughs> mm. The
7: podcast where there was a band saw on stage, Kevin, like, sawed his own foot off. <laughs> yeah.
4: Kevin, <what> the hell?
9: <laughs> Took a lathe to his penis.
6: It's nice now, it's cremulated. It's really nice. It's, cre- it's, cremel- it, it's, it's really nice. It, and then he, the then he etched, and then it fattens out a little it's bit. It's like a baby
9: carrot.
12: And
6: then he etched a little lightning bolt and calls it Wonder Boy now. It looks it, like one of those Mexican uh, onyx, onyx chess bishops, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where do you were
2: there
3: <laughs>
1: were there uh, the like what kind of jo- were there jokes that you never were able to make work on the show that you're like God, we really want this like what what are there must be a bin of of of
9: jokes that never that never were. What do you think, Mike?
7: Well, it was always, it was, you know, we had a big writing room. We had a lot of guys in there, and you would realize you'd stop the film at some funny moment where there was a frame where someone was like, you know, with their finger up their nose, and then there was like 27 minutes of comedians going, that guy's got his finger up his nose, and then... (laughs)
9: Ten minutes yeah, later, just you just were golden material, one after another. <laughs> Ten
7: minutes later, you had an elaborate skit about his grandmother dying at a funeral while he was picking his nose, and then you hit play, and it's like it jumped oh, to another. It went standpoint. right off it. It's, it's a
9: moving target. That's what I think. That's what we learned again and again. Is you can't just. Riff on a still picture. Bullet time does
6: up. not work with what we do. You no. just can't stop and make eleven thousand jokes on one. You funny would get frame. that script
7: and you'd be like, there's eleven minutes of yes. this elaborate sketch that involves like people flying to Duluth to you know meet this what the hell are you talking about? You know, it had nothing. So, you know, there was a downside to having a writing room. And, and I think that was the funny thing. You just read this stuff going, we can never use this. It's hilarious, but it has nothing to do with this film.
6: And we got some great notes over the years from the networks. And I actually I wish I had all those notes because the notes were just ridiculous. We, You know, just the word dick somehow set off USA Network at that time. It was <laughs> Like, honest to God, unusable. Really? Mm, yes. Because was that hard once you... It was a different era. It was. It really kind of was. It was just before 10 years ago. South Park, you know, when all bets were off. But right. For our show, it was... Yeah.
4: In the movie, though, you guys, uh, you said shit. Was that like a big uh, liberation for you when you got to use that word?
6: I think it was pandering, really. <laughs> it wasn't
4: just because it just, was it like a, it was
6: pg-13 and we could pander so. yeah
4: you could say shit three times or that, yeah. would,
6: that would get the kids into the theater just like you could yeah. see
1: bart's balls in the simpsons movie yeah yeah, yeah exactly. like well yeah. we got to show bart's balls and then yeah. we, marge has to say god damn it and then yeah, that, that, yeah. that'll get us our rating
3: yeah.
4: how long uh was the uh like like how long did it take you to come up with the riff tracks idea um like after uh, mst was done like were you trying to come up with ways to do riff tracks before the idea came around?
9: Well, yeah, we actually we were working together on a couple of things. We did a website for a while, um, and we actually had a short-lived project with Shout Factory called uh, the, the film crew. crew. Yeah, yeah. And then something happened with the. Those are
4: available the, the, on DVD. Those are really good. They did Hollywood After Dark. Uh, yeah. The Wild Women of... Uh, Starring Wongo. a young Rue McClanahan. Rue,
7: Rue
6: McClanahan,
4: stripper.
7: yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Rue McClanahan shaking her potato. Shaking
4: her
6: ta <laughs> <laughs> But we had thought for a long time, how could we possibly do this in a way that we can get newer films? And this is the whole thing, you know, because we had done a couple of um, shows, just specials for um, Comedy Central that were us riffing on... The press kits mm-hmm. for, we did an Oscar, Oscar special. Oscar nominated and like Hollywood blockbusters. blockbusters. And that's yeah. where the joke that Bill wrote that I still love him for, where you're looking at the Titanic trailer and the captain's on the prow of the ship as it's just taking off and they show the proud captain. The very beginning. The comment is, I'm gonna sink this bitch.
9: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: Got ahead of the plot a little bit. But <laughs> and, <laughs> and the thought was, we would really love to do this with current films but how can we possibly do it because you can't license these films. right um, so the idea of doing a po- you know podcast style commentary that you can download on an mp3 and play in sync with the film was really the the genesis of this whole thing can someone buy like can, can you can you buy like an outline of
1: of you guys and the bots and put it on your TV <laughs>
6: Actually, several we used to put that in the uh, press uh, in the fan club kit there was a cutout that you'd you know just paste onto your screen, but I know it's still available online as a JPEG.
7: How many movies have you guys done on Rift Tracks now? Oh, oh god. Wow. Yeah, we're at hundred and fifty movies and like How many several shorts? Several hundred shorts. Yeah. yeah.
1: How long does it take to get through, you know, like to the recording process?
6: The recording process is surprisingly fast because we spent <clears throat> many days on writing the thing and then rehearsing it and then the recording process it's and we do it a little differently than we used to we actually split the movie into well now five parts
9: because we have two young writers mm-hmm. and just kind of slog through it individually and then we all convene together and you know make it more of a writing room it's oh, wow. it's kind of more efficient it's a little less fun sometimes but
6: yeah, yeah. it's brutal sometimes
1: what, what, what are some sort of standout movies that, that you guys really
6: oh you know i think the first time i saw the first twilight film i thought dear god we must (laughs) yeah we must and i lobbied for it i was a cheerleader for the first time i saw it i actually went to the theater you were team edward let's face it (laughs) i was team mustache dad i've always been and always will be team mustache dad yeah yeah
7: i'm a big karate kid three fan oh yes yes I and love it's that. One of one. the best movies that yeah. we've ever done. That's I the that's that. the
1: one where they
9: where the, the the sensei gets that guy to turn Daniel on. Yeah. It is the most Byzantine plot in the world. It's <laughs> like Seventeen layers of conspiracy have to come together to, to make this teenager pay for uh, winning a tournament.
6: And I love the fact that his love interest <laughs> his love that's interest just moves away in the middle of the film. Yeah, it is I'm that, moving yeah. to another city. Goodbye. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. It's, it's know,
1: really weird. It's just a, a bummer because that 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 first movie. It's like that's so that's such a Hollywood thing. That first movie was I lo- I still love the first yeah, movie unironically. It's, it's nice. Yeah. It's got a nice message. It's a great you know. It's like simple plot. I get it. Two all right. Yeah, little you know like could could Daniel Zahn really go to Okinawa and beat the shit out of a guy who has devoted his entire fucking life to karate <laughs> yeah, with not. the drum right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, okay, but then then three it just gets silly, and then the Hilary Swank one. Have, have you guys done the next Karate Kid? We have no, not. Have no, not seen that. No. no. Oh, that would be nice. That would be really nice. Yes, you know. it would. We've well, often we've often talked about um, like trying to pitch you guys. We'd love we would love to do a Rift tracks at some point. And, we would love. Have you guys have uh, you
6: guys
4: done Teen Wolf uh, yet? We have not. That's Teen- what we're thinking about doing, Teen Wolf. If Teen like the th- three Wolf. of yeah. us, at Teen Wolf. Yeah. yeah wow. We're, we're thinking about wow. Doing yeah, Teen so what is it about? What's we gotta get you about? a microphone.
1: Come What's on. What's that one about? Share my microphone. Yeah. yeah, Pereira, come up here. So you're not, you're not, you're not in the back. Like a stool,
6: come sit on my lap, young man. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to hit him in the head with the what microphone. Is uh, what, no, what is it about Teen Wolf? What isn't it about Teen Wolf? What is it about Teen? No,
5: no, no. This is not a philosophy
9: class.
5: (laughs) Team Wolf is so, at the same time, enjoyable as it is terrible. And Michael J. Fox, and the father, just the the fact that the father's a werewolf, too.
9: Spoiler alert. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, you guys. Thanks a lot, man. Man,
5: What the hell?
1: Now you know about the Howard curse, usually it skips a generation, but not this time.
9: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, thank God he's so good at basketball. And
5: they use the same shots.
9: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Is it a comedy? Is it trying to be funny? Yeah. It's yeah. not a drama.
1: It, well, it's confusing
9: because MTV
1: is doing Teen Wolf. That it is not a comedy yeah. at all. It's a, it's a, it's a, a Twilight kind of a thing. Oh, it it's what true, a surprise! True fur, true yeah. fur, true,
6: you true fur. Yeah. yeah. And here's
4: here's a weird here's a weird thing that happens in Teen Wolf near the end, uh, when he uh, makes the free throw shot and then wins the basketball match to you know Spoiler, somehow. Wait. The saved oh, you the just day. fucked uh, it up for us. All oh no, right. no, yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry. Don't worry. Wow. Don't worry. It's the meat of the movie that you really want to go for. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but there's a guy in the stands that stands up and his pants are undone. And it looks like he has an erection. Wow. Look for it next time you I'm watch Stuart Wolf. Did he yeah. really take
1: his dick out or is it just No, <laughs>
4: just like it's just kind of open. Like his pants are just open. Look for it. It's in the end. It's in the end, slow motion.
7: What what, what was Congressman Weiner doing?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Ba boom! Thank you. He was a
2: we child should have seen actor. it
8: coming. We should have
2: seen it coming. Oh, wait. Literally,
8: or? Yeah. Oh. Yes. That's like the kid at the end of, uh, was it, Back to the Future 3? You guys seen that clip with like the young kid on the train? That kid's creepy. What is going on in that? Have you seen that? Well, he's ju- rubbing ju- his ju- seeing he's, ju- ju- he's basically Yahtzeeing the camera yeah. as it goes away, but he's like a nine-year-old boy. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, he, was just, he was wearing... You can YouTube this. Well, it was wool. It was a
5: wool
9: blend that he was wearing. Oh, my God. It was itchy. Yeah. Anyway. You guys need a whole evening of movies that end with boners. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we're going to start uh, Boner Tracks, which <laughs> is a site where we just. <laughs> we tracks.
5: Teen <laughs> Wolf tracks and uh, Back to the Future 2. Those are the two movies that we would like to okay. do for you guys. Yeah. So, Back to the Future 2 has so many great moments of awesomeness aka I, exposition.
1: I'm sorry. That's all that that whole movie is just trying to back explain everything so they can set up the third movie and it's just like I, even even as much as I love Back to the Future when they go to when they go to Biff's casino oh. and the whole exposition is like
2: find out how Biff made
1: all of his money and here's yeah. nine other things you need to know to move the plot forward. <laughs> well,
4: that's
8: we noticed important. today because Rehydrate
1: they level 3. Yeah, I didn't uh, want
8: to have pizza. No, no. It's oh, you, can, level you can hydrate
4: four. a pizza, Kevin
5: yeah That's so good uh, but the we were looking at the real props today they have the newspapers Doc Brown commended Doc Brown committed yes and in the Doc Brown commended the great headline next to it is Reagan seeks second term no a <laughs> no opposition
1: wow. that, like just that changing that thing in time still would have made Doc Brown on the fucking cover of that newspaper like that made me so mad no,
6: that made me so fucking mad. Didn't quite work for you. No,
1: it didn't work. That's okay. So well, I don't know, Teen Wolf or Back to the Future Two, one of those two. If if you guys are up for it, we'd love to, we'd love to do it.
9: Have you guys done one, Paul and Storm? We did uh, Tron a few years back <gasps> with with Mr. Jonathan Colton. John,
12: yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that's awesome. That shit was hard. I gotta tell you, these guys like. <laughs> We've heard a lot of uh, the iRiffs and people just on YouTube doing their own version of this. It is not easy to do what these three guys do. I, was, I lost four pounds of sweat during our recording. Oh, you know, when you think about it, like a, a stand-up comedy set, a headlining
1: set is an hour. But you guys are doing an hour and a half, two hours of jokes every five to ten seconds. So how many jokes would you say, like, fill up a, a, a riff track?
7: I think when we did uh, like what's our longest one of the you like know one of the Lord, Star Lord of the Rings films Titanic oh, Titan uh, yeah, Wells or oh yeah Return of the King yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you're talking about 1,300 jokes or something like that yeah so That's I mean insane. it's,
6: it's all artisanally crafted as well. yes <laughs> Fre- yeah. freshly baked man made with made. love.
1: What is it about Minneapolis that's so, like, Minneapolis has an amazing artist community. There's a a lot of great comedians. Like, one of the best
6: comedy clubs in the country, Acme, is in Minneapolis. Acme is great, yeah. Um, That's because from November until April, there is nothing to do. (laughs) Except survive. You go there in the summer or the fall, and you go, Why? The the architecture is beautiful.
1: People are nice. They go see theater. There's a real community. Why doesn't everyone just live here?
9: And then uh, you forget. Those people
6: die in February.
9: They die because you wind up eating your own family in the middle of January just to get by. <laughs>
6: Let's fry up a little more Michael fat. <laughs>
9: You guys, do you, do you have the Dutch uh,
1: influence up there as well, or is that only in Wisconsin? It's more Scandinavian than Dutch. A little bit oh, of German. Yeah. yeah,
9: Scandinavian. Do you yeah. guys have the Panakokken up there? We oh, do, yeah.
6: yes. Pa- Panakokken! <laughs> oh, this these, is so foreign to everybody in this room, crazy isn't it? Dutch pancakes
1: that they fill them with shit. So it's like, imagine a fat crepe. Like, that's yeah. basically what a, like a I, pancake was. But has got
7: a selling point that, I, that you haven't told him about. It takes an hour and a half to bake that piece of shit. Like... <laughs> Ha, <laughs> Where well, the fuck is my pancake? And then like this woman comes out with a little folded hat and goes and It's like I'm not even hungry now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the goddamn. My stomach bacon. ate it. He stomach. doesn't get this angry about anything. A <laughs> he is.
7: Goes, you're, hot yeah. <laughs> you're hot Slowly button word.
6: Yeah. Slowly I turn. <laughs> <laughs> you guys backstage, and Mike's
1: like, I hope he does not fucking bring up pancoking because I will fucking snap. I can't take it anymore. And then this
6: bitch uh, in wooden God. shoes and a blue dress takes forever to bring out my pancake. My boysenberry syrup was cold!
9: I will gut him like a fish if he brings up judge <laughs> pancake. Oh, and they really are terrible. Yes. They really They're are.
6: They're very bad.
1: They're, They're very, very bad. bad. for you, pancake. are rage inducing, yes. Yeah.
6: <laughs> it, it's a crepe with a goiter, and it's just not.
7: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like $17. Right, yeah. look, I'll stop. All right.
9: <laughs> I, really, okay. I, th- I think we've taken down Panikookin yeah. tonight.
4: Yeah. Now <laughs> it's time for croissants. Funnel cakes. Oh.
9: <laughs> they weren't
7: that podcast. Don't you fuck sponsor, with my funnel cakes, Chris. man. Sorry, I
1: didn't mean to fuck with funnel cakes, you guys. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to fuck oh, with no, funnel no. cakes. Uh, where, where do you guys live now?
7: I'm here in San Diego.
1: You are here in San
9: Diego. Yes.
7: Nice. It was as far away from Panakukans as I could <laughs> Without living in the ocean. Down,
9: boy. Hit, hit yourself in the head with a microphone. It'll calm you down. <laughs> uh, and we both live in uh, Minneapolis. Oh, you do live in Minneapolis, yeah. Idiots
6: that we are. (laughs) How do you do it? How do you do it in the winters? It steals you, my friend. Increasingly tough, I gotta say. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, That's about once a day, Bill and I call each other and say, winter is coming. (laughs) (laughs) We must prepare. Sadly, always true there. (laughs) Um,
1: Well, I wanted to see if, did, did anyone in the audience have questions for these guys while we have them up here? Anyone for anyone in the panel? Yes, young lady. Step forward and be
9: heard. We will answer your question turgidly, dryly, and without a hint of humor. What is your What is your name? Aaliyah. Hi, what's your question?
0: Um, sorry guys, I actually have a question for Kevin.
1: Oh, ah, damn. The answer is... No, you're from Panacookan, aren't you? <laughs> you <YouTube> took <laughs> pancake bitch. Wait, did you mean Murphy or Pereira? Pereira. Oh, okay, you can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, to... no, thank you. <laughs> Sot uh, off, old guy. I have, I have no idea how to please you, so. Uh...
8: Um,
7: although I will say that Mystery Science Theater, I was a huge fan when yeah, I was too little, late. a little Sorry. kid.
9: <laughs> was. Was. You had your moment. Bring oh. me an apple
7: I loved
6: Mystery Sci-Fi theme thing that you, you did. Uh, okay, no, your, I, quest, your I, question for really, other Kevin?
0: Fine. Kevin, um, I was wondering if you would do your rap for us. Uh,
6: uh, the rap? The rap?
0: At the panel today? Oh,
8: I, yeah, I wrote a, you know, Candice Bailey ad libbed a line called Glitter on My Camel Toe. It's, it's not nearly as brilliant as Mystery Science Theater, I assure you. How,
1: how does that come up in conversation?
8: <laughs> well, she had a camel toe, she spilled glitter on it, and all right, so well, I saw it.
3: there's
1: Problem solved.
8: But, uh, so I wrote a rap about it that was way too hot for TV. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Attack of the Show, too hot for hey, TV. Watch out, kids.
4: Same channel as Cops.
8: Uh, and I, what was the lyric that I said today in the panel? I think it involved... It was, uh, no one's ever referred to the, the, the glittery camel toe as a sweaty beef canyon. Right. But the rap did involve that lyric. But one of them was, um, um, I'll spread your legs just like butter, now your pussy's toast. And it was one of those lines... You said that in the attack of the show panel? No, I didn't, because there was a oh. reminder that like there are children under 18 years of age there, which right. really makes me question all the parents in the crowd of our panel <laughs> who let their 12-year-old kids watch me say dick jokes every day live. Uh, mommy, Mom...
1: He, I want... <laughs> no, I'm holding it. It's not... you got, My... You got to cup it at the base. Thank you. I'm trying. Um... Hold the... Is it... Now is this not working either? Okay, this yeah, one's working. Right. Okay. That was yeah.
8: uh, that was that was one of the lyrics though. Was uh, was uh, tell your uh, yeah. It was spread your legs just like butter, now your pussy's toes. That's the lyric that I want to use. And I'm surprised Kanye hasn't used that yet. I'm really shocked. It sounds well, right t- up his t- t- Kevin alley.
6: work marmalade in there, and I think you'll have <laughs>
1: <some>. <laughs> got it. Uh, Panacucci, come on, you guys, oh, it's right hello. fucking there. Um, all right, did that uh, suitably answer your question?
0: Yeah,
2: thank you. Okay, you're welcome,
1: Aaliyah.
2: Thank you. Adorable. Hey. I
5: I
7: have a question. Girl who hates us.
5: Yeah. I have have a question for you guys. Um, No, sorry, this doesn't work sometimes. Uh, Each of you, do you each have a favorite episode of Mystery Science Theater? Yes.
6: Uh, And (laughs) what might that be? (laughs) We hold it deep in our hearts and we never tell
7: anyone. (laughs) That was implicit in the question, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) Uh,
11: I liked uh,
7: uh Merlin's Shop of Mystical <laughs> Wonders. Yes. Because uh it was uh what's his, Ernest Borgnine yes. pre yeah. well, who knows whether it was pre-masturbation days or not. I,
9: <laughs> I think it was concurrent. I
7: assume that was his best. <laughs> <laughs> that was his best work actually. Uh but uh weird weird movie with him telling the story to a little kid and he uh he, he really was—he was really large, and one of the jokes was like, "Is he smuggling a sea turtle under his sweater?" He's <laughs> yeah. <was> really like—I <laughs> I saw it with my kids, and I was like, "That—that that was funny." I don't remember doing this, but that was funny. So, yeah.
9: I—I uh, I greatly enjoyed an episode called "Space Mutiny." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which had, which, which is just like too easy for us. But there was one scene where uh, a woman who had been killed in a previous scene just reappeared
6: <laughs> working at her desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you know? There she is. <laughs> Boy, I, I don't know. I love the, the stupid uh, uh, Japanese science fiction films who did like the Gamera films. Mm-hmm. But um,
1: Gamora is really neat. He is full, full of, turtle of turtle
6: meat. meat gamma, yeah. we love our yes, indeed, we did our own songs. Yes, <laughs> um, just like that. Yeah. I actually, uh, Mike did the most wonderful Michael um, Feinstein, Feinstein um, imitation on one of those, and played it very tenderly on the piano, and did sort of a Cole Porter arrangement of that. Camera is
7: Kids love needs. the Michael Feinstein Cole Porter.
3: <laughs> yes,
9: we, we are smacking your <laughs> demographic.
6: demographic.
1: Did you guys, I mean, it's like you can't even walk three feet without seeing someone in a Feinstein cosplay. Yeah, it's, absolutely, like, it's like, guys, Feinstein Con is next weekend. Yep. Like, let's fucking save it. Yeah, the I kids walk love walk down
7: the street, you know, at Comic Con, <laughs> it's
6: just like I'm lifted the on Feinstein the shoulders. Feinstein cosplay man. is Furry cute. piles to it, long last love. you know. <laughs>
1: Not to be confused with Marvin Hamlish Con, which is... <laughs> <laughs> These references are sailing over <laughs> <laughs> Hamlin piles. They to. are flying like camera. We Gamera. were born in the Truman administration.
3: <laughs>
1: Everyone loves your meat ration jokes. <laughs> uh,
9: I tell you that WPA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is? Uh, you have a question, sir? What's your name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan, what's your question? Uh, what movie are you guys looking forward to that's coming out
2: this
9: summer or coming out in the future hol- holiday season? Not a single goddamn one. <laughs> that is a bitter man talking. We're looking answer. forward to uh, well getting our hands on Thor. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. Nice yeah. pompous Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Yum. Well oh, you talking
6: about to riff? Yes. Oh, all that's of that's them. That's what we <laughs> do. Goddamn it! How
7: <laughs> how do you...
9: That just occurred to
6: Kevin. Oh, oh that's right. We can.
9: <laughs> we the can business rift. I'm in. Is there we can a, capitalize on this <laughs> crap
6: because I just rant, I rage at everything, and so they just pick this up and pay you're me st- money for it. You're still smarting
9: over panicky, aren't yes, you? I am.
6: Is there
7: what a, what, uh, what beer are you looking forward to? Uh, Not a goddamn no, no. one. They all taste like piss. <laughs> Wait, you can drink them. Oh well, then I <laughs> everyone, <laughs> then yeah, then is there, I like is, them. I guess. Is there
1: an unriffable the un- movie you, where you you're
9: like, yeah, we just this one, we
7: just you can't. know, Schindler's List,
6: yeah, Hotel
9: Rwanda, yeah.
7: yeah.
6: Yes. And,
9: all
4: right. <laughs> I guess you couldn't do those.
9: The day the clown cried.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ever going to do uh, Bad Lieutenant uh, with uh, Nicholas Cage? Port of Call, oh, New Port Orleans. Call. Oh, wait, wait, sorry. wait. wait. Yeah.
9: Port of Call, New Orleans, you mean?
6: Yeah. Bad Lieutenant, that's
4: a whole different. <laughs> but no, sorry. Bad that's Lieutenant. That's a whole different
6: Bad Lieutenant.
4: Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Thank you. Sorry. Oh. Um, I don't know. I thought
9: it was pretty funny. It's a little bit rapey for our taste. So. <laughs> It's well, that's it. funny because I'm going to start rape tracks, which is a. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so it will fit it nicely in there. Uh, it's
9: somebody... just me saying no.
6: <laughs> rape <laughs> tracks,
9: boner tracks. <laughs> Franchisers are being born tonight. <laughs> the track tracks. The happy, the happy family of tracks films. Uh, does that would that answer
1: your question at all? Yes.
9: Some of your
6: rape tracks will be
9: Sorry Man again. Hey, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: we did
3: Sorry
9: I Man. I like the oh, cut of your chip. young man. Would you like a job?
1: <laughs> when you guys when you guys go see a movie, do people turn and be like, are you guys going to do it during this movie? Like when you go to the theater, do they know?
9: They don't know who we they are.
1: They don't?
6: <laughs> it's really nice not to be recognized. <laughs> I know. <Except> I know. <laughs> Except when you show up with the servo puppet. Uh, That's what... Well, they see this bit of wrist right here. And that's, yeah, That's what's recognized. So two inches of wrist when I got the puppet up too far <laughs> oh, on the that's table. That's it, at the muscle. That's yeah. Kevin Murphy. Yeah, that's Kevin
11: Murphy's wrist. What was that gesture there? <laughs>
6: <Of> this, <thank laughs> God, this is a podcast. I though. was raising the roof, Michael. No,
12: if that were the case, they would think you were Paul Rubens.
10: <laughs> but, uh, what's your name? My name's Frank. What's your question? Uh, so when I was a kid, I must have seen your guys' uh, parts the clonus horror about 17 18 times yeah and then i went to the movies to see michael bay's the island and it was parts the fucking clonus horror
6: it's the same film i want to know
10: i want to know if you had seen it and if you would consider riffing it
9: interesting
6: have you seen it kevin i have seen uh the, the, the Michael Bay version of this, which he categorically denied having stolen, even though he obviously did. Wasn't there a lawsuit or something? There was, oh, but yeah. it was dismissed. It ah. was, you know. Was it sponsored by MSN? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Every
8: frame of that movie was sold out.
6: Yeah, absolutely. It was, yeah, and uh, no, because the uh, other one was better, a better film. So it's, But <laughs> it, it is riffable, but. There are like six copies of it out there in the entire world, so it wouldn't be very helpful for us. All right, thanks. Sure. Any other questions? Can I? I don't know if you care,
1: but my my I think my one of my favorite. MST jokes. is the, We with, do care. Okay, good. With the lemur. Was that Dinosaur Island?
6: Joey the lemur?
1: It was, there, was a, there was a lemur, and it, just, it was just the, the lemur jokes, and in the end, they blow up the island, and the lemur, there's just a shot of the lemur, and uh, someone goes,
2: thanks for annihilating everything I know. That fucking joke.
1: That fucking joke ruined me. Oh, so funny.
2: Oh, uh, thank
6: you.
1: Any other? Yes, uh, this
2: gentleman back here. Please step forward to the tribunal
6: and be heard. <laughs> but take your time.
7: Uh, I don't know if mine's really a question so much. It's just a, a fond memory of uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. There, I mean, obviously there was so much great movies from Japan that you could rip off. Of. One of my favorite personal moments just had to be three children hanging from
9: a bridge, hiding. And somebody says during the thing, if I could just reach my utility belt... Uh, like I said it's not a question I just
1: love that moment it just hit me like uh, it was a nice chord I mean I don't know I mean I don't know if you uh, there's not really a response to this but you know just uh, like I said in the intro you guys totally changed the way that so much of us see comedy like and you influence like we're we're so influenced by by Mystery Science Theater I mean you guys and Riff tracks too
6: I mean you you must have a sense right we're really sorry (laughs) (laughs) All we were trying to do is make a buck. I didn't, we didn't mean to fuck anybody up <laughs> here. And yet
7: we failed.
9: <laughs> and yet we didn't do that somehow. <laughs> How the hell did that work?
6: It's all come to
1: naught. There was, there was one more question in back. Yeah, yes, you yes, sir. Run forward. Come on down. You're the next down. All right, this bit's done. All right. Hi, Kiba to you all. First and foremost. And hi, Kiba to
3: you. Um,
1: I'm a big fan of all
5: the live shows you've done in theater, but I've noticed you've always done them. I think it's out of Tennessee.
9: Yeah, and we do them. We do them in Nashville, yeah. uh, mostly because the production company we work with is there.
5: Okay. Yeah. Well, that yeah. answers the question. But would you ever consider doing one in L.A. or somewhere else around that wasn't Tennessee? Yeah,
9: yeah. we uh, we're doing. You know, we work with uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest every now and then to do a live show. In fact, Thank Chris you. is going to be our guest there next month. Yes, it's with, true. Yeah, with, yeah it's along San Francisco. With Adam Savage and uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk. So yes. we're very happy about that. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, a- and. Um, who else, Andy.
6: I'm missing some. Andy Richter, yes, yeah, holy shit, yeah, <laughs> that is <a>, it. <clears throat> Cole Stratton and Jennifer I, got, I yes. gotta brush, I better brush up on my uh, fucking <laughs> joke writing with it with that group. But the show you're talking about, we're doing on August 17th. This is a plug live, yep. Rift Tracks Live, 500 theaters across the country, yeah. Um, we have done it before in San Diego. We can do it in a lot of places, but uh, since the production company we work with is in Nashville, and we do it at the Belcourt Theater, which is a great theater, and it shows all over the country, it, it just works out fine for us there. Kevin salutes you for your service, by I the way. I can't see <laughs> a damn thing, is what it is. <laughs> well, because the blood trickling out of your head is uh, blinding you. I'm
7: blinded by my own blood. It's like, like meat flakes hanging <laughs> in
9: the mm, uh, meat flakes. Um, and, and the movie we're doing uh, next month that's uh, going to be in the theaters is Jack the Giant Killer. It's a 60s uh, claymation epic, sword and sandal. A giant does die.
7: Oh. Sorry to
9: spoil it. Spoiler alert. alert. You can
1: kill
2: those? It
9: is not Andre the Giant, though. Do not. <laughs>
1: Anybody no. want a peanut? Yes. Uh, madam. Come forward. This will probably be the last, the last question. Come uh, to the
6: altar of Hardwick. Yes. Look into the eyes of the dragon in despair.
0: Just something I've always wanted to know, when you do watch movies with your family, are they incredibly bored? Or, I mean, are they just endlessly entertained?
9: (laughs) Are they bored being with
1: us? (laughs) (laughs) So do your your families hate you for being you, I think is really the
9: question. Yes. (laughs)
7: My family loathes me. Just
9: Can you blame them? Um... Well, when we watch, do you mean when we watch movies, do we do our riffing, you know, just sort no, not really. That no, would I be try not th- to riff
6: at home. I'd get kicked out.
9: Although every now and then I get into a sort of a wise-ass mode. My wife once told me, honey, will you stop riffing breakfast, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Turn off, you're off-duty, man.
2: <laughs> oh, pan Panacogan, hey.
9: <laughs> you started making this
1: three
2: hours Socky ago.
9: Sucky toast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Pussy toast.
9: Kevin Pereira. It all comes together. Uh, thank you, wow. thank you,
1: madam. Um, so, guys, uh, we're we're almost at the end of the show. First of all, thank you for coming out tonight. Yes. You guys, thank you coming out of the late show. Thank you for staying awake. I know it's late. <laughs> I know it's late. I know you're weary. Uh. <laughs> I know your plans. Uh, I wanna uh, introduce a very special guest, uh, who's a surprise guest, so if you'll direct your attention over to there, you will see my best friend in the world, Mike
2: Furman!
1: Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. He might be
9: eating pizza. There he is. Yeah.
1: Mike, do you need a Mike, do you need a Mike? Okay.
9: Mike Furman is We're the most like likable dip, person in, in the Mike world, by the, by the way.
1: way. We have time for a cup um, Do you wanna do the uh oh, thank you very much, do you wanna do the do we do the Lincoln song? Sure, we can if you like. Sure, you want to? Sure. All right. This is um, this is sort of. Oh, that's gonna be loud going into your guitar. Yeah. Uh, Mike and I are doing an, an animated series for IFC, uh, called Hard and Firm's Musical Time Hole, and uh, it's basically a sort of a Sherman and Mr. Peabody. We go back in time and help historical figures solve p- uh, crises through the power of song. In the first episode, we <laughs> go back. As people do. As people do, as you would. Uh, and in the first episode... By the way, the time hole looks like a floating asshole. So, um, and I'm we scared. had, like, rounds of notes with the network and the artists based out of Minneapolis, by the way, where we were like, it looks the, the, the time hole looks too much like a hibiscus. Can you give it a little bit of meat, and like a balloon knot? Like, we really had these notes back and forth. But suffice it to say that we came up with the perfect uh, floating asshole, uh, which is the time hole. Uh, and in the first episode... We go back and and we turn up in the Oval Office with Abraham Lincoln and inadvertently, because he was superstitious, convince him to not sign the Emancipation Proclamation. So we have to spend the episode convincing him that he has to sign it. Uh, It's What? (laughs) What? You mean because I'm explaining it too much right now? Fuck yourself in the face. (laughs) (laughs) What's it? Oh,
5: that's the... Forget it.
1: <laughs> uh, well, that was like that—that's like that old Billy Crystal mic
6: joke, but for reals. That was awesome.
12: <laughs> Forget it.
6: That was really it's, like
12: it's like the microphone knew that that joke wasn't gonna be funny
4: enough. <laughs> oh uh. shit! <laughs> Thanks for doing my job for me. <laughs> so uh, this this song
1: this song we basically yes I'm gonna explain a little bit more fuck you now I'm self conscious about it. And there's that scene where you get wet, and then your jacket goes, goes your jacket is now dry.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, it's awesome you can do that. Do the speak and spell thing. Uh, do what? Speak and spell. Spell car. C-A-R. <laughs> uh, spell, uh, spell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spell pussy toast. Pussy toast.
5: P-U-S-S-Y-T-O-A-S-T. Oh, that's fucking
1: awesome. See, before we had smartphones, we had these weird LCD things that uh, would spell words for you. And that's how a lot of kids learned how to spell. Uh, so this song, is we convinced Lincoln to free... Now you don't even have to see the episode. We convinced Lincoln to free the slaves by, uh, by basically telling him, you have Here's- to tell the South to fuck off. Yeah. Uh, and so the, this is this is this is that song, and uh, we've only ever played it one other time at, at, a, at a live show. So uh, we hope you like it because it is the it is literally the linchpin that holds the show together. So if you're not into this, the entire show is a pile of shit. And they'll be listening to this podcast. So if you don't respond well, the show will not get picked up. I'll cut this part out so people don't hear. This okay, song first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But you're hearing it now. Yeah.
1: So it's a very important song. Oh, that's nice. Can you do that one more time? Okay.
2: was taller than a hickory tree and tougher than a bucket of dogs. As a child, he slept on a pile of rocks with a blanket of dirt in a house made of logs. He ended slavery and pissed off the Confederacy when they challenged his words. He said, with great authority, put your lips around my balls. And just suck and suck and suck and suck Place those lips around these balls And just suck and suck and suck and suck Put your lips around my balls Just suck and suck and suck and suck I'm maybe Lincoln, here's my balls Just suck and suck and suck and suck and suck The shot rang out! In 18 motherfuckin' 65, Abe now lay dead, where previously he'd lain alive. When he knew the end was near, his last words were explicitly clear. He said, make sure you pass on to John Wilkes booth for what I'm saying here. Put your lips around my balls. Just suck and suck and suck and suck Place your L's around my B's And just an S and S and S and S Put your lips around my balls And just suck and suck and suck and suck Take these 16th president balls And just suck them and suck them and suck and suck and suck One time, Abraham Lincoln sent a telegraph to a widow lady in Kentucky that read And just suck and suck and suck Everybody! Put your lips around my balls Come on! Just suck and... Come here! Come on! Put
7: your lips around
2: my balls. Nice. Do we do one for the ladies? Sure. Put your lips around my lips. Oh, it's weird. Sug suck and suck and suck and suck. Put your lips around my lips. All right. And just suck and suck and suck. Bring it home. If you want to succeed in life, just remember the words that were definitely used by Abraham. Lincoln, just whisper to the wind your lips around my balls and just suck and suck and suck and suck and suck and suck and suck 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 suck.
6: Alright, good.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys very much. And please join me in thanking all of my
2: guests, Kevin Murphy, Bill Corbett, Michael Nelson, Paul and Storm, Kevin Pereira, Doug Benson, Judah Friedlander, Jonah Ray and Matt Myra, thank you so much for coming out to the Super Late Show. Enjoy the rest of your con. Enjoy your burrito, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Thank
3: you. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito.
2: Summer is here and adventures await. Wondry and Tinkercast are teaming up to bring you a summer of wow with new episodes of your favorite podcasts. Go on an epic adventure with Portuga the Pirate as she takes a road-tripping adventure across the country on Little Stories Everywhere. Immerse yourself in the life of someone amazing and listen closely for clues to guess who this person is on whose Amazing Life. Listen to Wow in the World to discover something new about science, technology, and innovation, and the world around us. This summer, bring your imagination out into the world and find your wow. Visit wondry.com slash summer of wow to find new episodes of your favorite shows and to download scavenger hunts for the entire family.